Welcome to a deliciously scary episode of the Cinema Swamp. Watch us murder some devilishly ghouly horror films just in time for Halloween. Be tonight's guest as we devour these haunting titles. It's the Cinema Swamp's top five horror films. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna put all those in there. Here's, here's a lozenge. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> While exploring the cinema swamp, beware of spoilers for Let the Right One In, Let Me In, Get Out, Teeth, Tusk, The Thing, Aliens, Krampus, Creep, It 2017. The Blob, 1958, Poltergeist, 1982, The Invisible Man, and Tucker and Dale vs. Evil? It's vs. Evil. Yeah. Okay. And Tucker and Dale vs. Evil. Also beware of spoilers for the entire franchises of Nightmare on Elm Street, Saw, Alien, and Evil Dead. Hey guys, uh, welcome to this week's episode of The Cinema Swamp. Um, today we have a... a uh, episode special of sorts, I don't know what you call it. Um, the spooky, spooky Halloween episode. It is a very, very spooky episode. <laughs> it isn't much spookier than Featuring our normal... creepy crawlies. Yeah. I mean, with a with a podcast called The Cinema Swamp, it already kind of comes off as like a creepy-ish... I, I just thought but, that referenced like how moist it is in here. Yeah. <laughs> in this room right now, in the studio? I gotta say... It's pretty swampy. Keep it quite moist in this room. Actually filming in the swamp these last couple months has not been the smartest idea for mm-hmm. us. We've, we've been sinking slowly. Yeah. I have moss growing on my leg. Yeah. To be quite honest. We tried recording an episode on Venom last week, but the humidity fried the motherboard. <laughs> and a uh, zombie just pulled it right into the bog. So... Um, Let's just say the footage of that episode is all gone now. It's all yeah. to the bottom. It's serious. We actually did record a Venom episode last week. We were two hours in. Yeah, and it almost three. Yeah, we are almost finished with it, and then we realized that it wasn't going to be a good thing. Or it wasn't. It was a corrupted file or whatever. So. I found a file that was a gigabyte large that I couldn't open, and my motherboard crashed. I bought a new motherboard. Just tried to put it in. Didn't work. So actually, we're back to the old motherboard. So <laughs> yeah. that's... We yeah. may not actually hear this one either. So but. that isn't spooky for you. <laughs> Long story short, the Venom file is at the bottom of the swamp. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because if we were to talk about Venom right now, I'm pretty sure I've forgotten most of that movie by now. So <laughs> we're just not going to talk about it anymore. Point is, we none of us hated it actually though, right? That, that was kind of the end of it. Yeah, no one hated it. I think I was less than average it was, satisfied. It was a fun popcorn movie. It was just... Yeah. There. If you don't think about <laughs> anything and just watch it, it's good. I honestly don't think I'll ever watch it again. But it was worth the money for the theater, I think. I'll watch it again if I get to that episode in my Marvel show. You know, in the 42 years, I'll probably get to it finally. But mm-hmm. Marvel show? Yeah, yeah. I'm reviewing every Marvel movie. Go to Cinefile Studios and you can see my review of Venom right now. Yeah. I actually have a Venom review wait, up. But... Wait, do you have to watch it twice? Because aren't you doing like all the Sony movies? Uh, or is that just no, the that's animation? that's just Sony animation. Okay. So, you know, Venom, that would well, be safe. Venom's animated. <laughs> <laughs> that was if, real. If Smurfs, real. If Smurfs counts, <laughs> Venom counts. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, we're ready, though, to do the new topic, because we're not doing Venom this week. Yeah, we're not doing Venom. We are doing, since, you know, it's the month of October, um, 
we are uh, gonna do Christmas episode. Gonna do Christmas episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so get ready for that Christmas music. No, um, we are doing a horror movie themed episode, which I guess isn't really like, themed. It's just we're gonna go over our favorite horror movies and our experiences with a horror franchise. Um, so everyone has a different qualification of what a horror movie really is. We were just talking about you know what movies could be qualifying the list. You know, we were talking about the difference between horror movies and psychological thrillers and stuff. Um, but really, we all have different experiences with how we got into watching movies that are generally scary, you know, or considered scary by everyone. Um, and at least so far, we have very different um, uh, takes on it. So um, I'll introduce everyone here on the podcast, and we'll ask everyone's uh, experience with it. Um, I'm Hunter. Uh and uh, across from me, we have our other host. Is me, Justin Wilto Lantern. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You changed your Twitter name, Twitter handle. To a, to a, nothing works with Justin mm-hmm. or Wilton, so I was like in a pickle. But I yeah. changed mine just to Hunter Global recently. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's scary. I know. Freaky, freaky. And uh, to my right uh, is Zach. Do you got a Halloween name? Uh, Zach a Lantern, which is way better than. <laughs> Well, just the lantern. Uh, lantern. Zach Skellington. Uh, <laughs> Zach Skellington. Uh, that one's good. I like that. other Z names that Chloe are Hollow Lantern. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing you can do with Chloe, so I'm Chloe. Chloe. Ho ho. Chloe. Like I don't know. Yeah. Glow in the dark. Halloween. Glow in the dark. Yeah, it's kind of close. Glow in the dark. Oh my god. Nice. Cloned. Cloney? <laughs> yeah, your name isn't scary. Yeah. So. It's not. It's generally just not scary. New podcast topic. What's our Halloween name? Yeah. <laughs> How to get a spooky name when your name is not spooky. Number one, change your name legally. <laughs> change it, yeah. I'm writing that down. My name's Adolf. Uh, <laughs> don't get any ideas. <laughs> you know, he's coming back, though. That name's coming. People are liking that. Really? Name nowadays. Oh, yeah. People are dumb, man. I, I was kidding, but... Yeah, <laughs> okay. <probably. laughs> We were talking about this weekend, we're going to go on a haunted hayride, and I just found out that people touch you and drag you into the corn and into buildings, and I'm not no, prepared for not, this. It's just children who drag you into the corn. Yeah, okay. I'm still freaking out. <laughs> it's just so, children. Um, but yeah, I still, my my statement, I don't know what the hell is wrong with people. <laughs> um, but, You'll uh, be fine. You'll be fine. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, who wants to go first and talk about just how they like, if they like horror movies or not, how they got into them. Everyone's looking at Chloe, because she is our resident horror movie expert, uh, extraordinaire, um, what other words for that, for uh, someone who's protege? No? Philanthropist. Philanthropist, really. (laughs) You're a resident horror movie apologist, maybe? Um, I don't usually like the bad ones. Mm Mm-hmm. That's good. That's how you know you're a good movie watcher is if you just watch anything. Yeah. For the sake of art. Uh, a bad one would be like the newest Saw movie, Jigsaw. That was bad. Yeah, I didn't see it. Because it. it was bad. I've only seen um, two Saw movies, so. Yeah, yeah there's eight. Two. <laughs> yeah, that's why I, I saw two and that was I've enough. I've seen all eight. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I mean. My mom has never, ever liked scary movies, so Mm -hmm. I'm the total opposite of her. And my dad actually has always liked scary movies. And when I was, I think I was like eight, seven or eight, 
he, I was staying at his house one night, and he was like, we're going to watch this movie, and it was Sweeney Todd. Mm-hmm. He was like, it's okay, it's not scary. And he didn't tell me that there would be throat cutting and, like, blood splattering. Yeah. So half the movie, I was, like, cowered under a pillow, and it was just the most terrifying night of my life, and I never wanted to watch that movie again. And now it's, like, one of my favorite scary movies ever. It's just, like, after that, I realized that they were, like, just movies, and mm-hmm. I wasn't going to die if I watched a scary movie. And for some reason, I just gravitated towards all things creepy and scary mm-hmm. and gory and gross. That's, that's cool that you're so grounded <laughs> towards it, because I think, like, movies that are scary for me are movies that I was actually scared of the first viewing, like... Mm. Like, The Witch, I won't watch it again. Oh, I can't wait to watch that I was one. hoping you guys could watch it, because that might have made your list. I have it, but I don't have... I have it on Blu-ray, um, but it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Well, like, for me, like, Signs. <laughs> I watched Signs when I was, like, four. Okay, <laughs> and it I was scared like, the on. balls off me, <laughs> and it was... I still, when I watch it, like, even though I know exactly when the scary parts are, <laughs> I get freaked out because I remember being four years old. And, like, I didn't go in my basement for, like, just, four years. You just I'm, moved like, back to your you four-year-old self. So. I was still, like, you know, like, I moved out, like, I don't know, when I was, like, 17. And still I wouldn't go in my basement if I, unless I had to. And if I did, I'd shut those lights off and run up the stairs because I was scared that alien hands would reach from somewhere and grab me. Yeah, see? Science messes you up. But that's how you know. What about you, Zach? How's your uh, um, my, history with it? My history. Zach just died yesterday <laughs> by a lightsaber. Yeah. Snoke style. <laughs> nice ringtone. I don't know if you did hear that, but yeah, Zach's lightsaber ringtone is pretty, pretty pungent. <laughs> it's good timing. Um, let's see, my history of scary movies. Um, I was never a fan uh, growing up. My mom was a big scary movie buff. Like, she owned a lot of VHS and DVDs of Freddy Krueger and Friday the 13th and all the classic horror movies and I just hid in my room and watched my superhero movies because it was super scary but now being an adult I've come to appreciate them more I, I still like cover my eyes mm-hmm. in scary parts but <laughs> like I've seen the cheesiness and like the like stupid jump scares and knowing that it's just a stupid movie but if it's like really good it'll stick with me mm-hmm. like it's like green room oh that yeah we, we watched that not too long ago oh, that yeah. was, was so good. freaky yeah. <laughs> scary it's so good but uh yeah I've, I've started to like them more what about since you guys have been dating did you guys i was gonna say get you into it i yeah. think i've influenced you a little bit because i am constantly watching or like i used to at least constantly watch scary movies especially in high school when i had nothing but time Hmm. Yeah, I, I suppose we don't go to very many. I still kind of try oh, to argue my way to, out of seeing them. I have <laughs> to drag him to scary movies in the theater. But there's it. You wanted. You willingly went to that one. Well, and I think yes. that was and a, that, that was a step in the right direction. That was a big step because I really enjoyed that movie. But he was. Yeah. Don't don't be. Don't be misconstrued. He was sitting in the theater like this half the time. Yeah. During it? You like, hear, oh, yeah. You hear that, you hear that listeners? I was sitting like this. He would be, like, peeking eyes, through his eyes. eyes <laughs> peeking through his <laughs> peeking through like his how the hand protects you from the screen. <laughs> it's like, no, no one can see that, guys. But <laughs> I, do that, 
I do. I just like cringe because I know that like oh man, yeah. It depends on the movie. <laughs> yeah, I've seen I, you like sink before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've seen Mother like three times and we watched it and I was still like folding in half in my chair. See, that didn't scare me. It was just like gross, <laughs> but I exactly. I enjoyed it. Even at the beginning of the movie, I was like, ooh! Like, just that people's blatant rudeness. I was like, ah, Make it stop! But, yeah. yeah. Over time, I've grown to like scary movies. Okay. What about you, Justin? Um, I never grew up with horror movies, mostly because my mother and my, well, yeah, my father wasn't a big fan of them, and my mom just kind of detested them so they were just never in our house and i never saw any funnily enough i found out my mother when she was 10 did go see the shining in theaters well. so maybe that's what threw her off i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but um i only got into horror probably my senior year when i really started watching as many movies as possible finally decided i gotta watch the horror genre because there's a lot of classics here i haven't seen and, yeah, now I like horror movies a lot, but I still haven't seen, I've seen a lot of the classics and a lot of the, you know, older classics from the 30s, like Universal Horror Monster movies, and I've seen a lot of the uh, slasher films, but, yeah, I can't, I haven't seen a lot of the obscure stuff, or, you know, not every single crappy sequel that exists, of yeah. course, because it seems like with horror movies especially... <laughs> So many sequels. Mm -hmm. What I like about the horror genre is that no matter what, there is something entertaining to it. They don't seem to really make a boring movie. They make bad movies, but not boring. Yeah. There's always creativity. Yeah. But at this point, I've probably seen more bad ones than good ones, because I've been watching all those public domain horror movies on that mm -hmm. 200 film box that I have. <laughs> so I've seen stuff like The Vampire Bat and Beast of Yucca Flats and, <laughs> yeah. oh, jeez, The Five Devil Bat. Hours. Which, yeah, that, I've seen that too, which that's not on there. Uh, but Silent Night, Bloody Night. Like, just stuff that's <laughs> not good. Yeah. There's some good ones, but most of it's it's not good. So... It probably, it might have scared other generations, but it's still, like, well, like, even then when you had the, you know, you had movies like that, but then you had, like, Psycho, yeah. you know, back in, like, the, yeah. Well, you know. that's the thing, like, with horror movies and comedies, there's only ever, like, a good handful in both genres. Yeah. Like, that you can find. Like, nowadays, like, okay, which is, like, a good horror movie. Well, and I haven't it. seen it, but, like, <laughs> yeah, it from what I, I hear. But you don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. But, like. What was the last good straight up comedy you guys have seen? Deadpool two. Deadpool 2. <laughs> and even that, which still counts, like super before good. that, like in a theater, like I don't know the last movie I authentically laughed a lot in, like that it's I knew crazy. was a comedy. It's like it's been like a bad year actually, especially yeah. there hasn't been like a good one. I mean, I, I I enjoyed Game Night and Tag, but I know even like people at this table don't mm -hmm. really enjoy but, Tag. So, but like, like those aren't movies that'll stick with you. No, they're not. They're I mean, just going to get lost in the ether, mm -hmm. put in the $3 bin at Walmart. It's been a while mm -hmm. since we've had something like, you know, I would say the last end of 2000s when we had the good Judd Apatow produced comedies or, you mm -hmm. know, we got Will Ferrell comedies that were still good or, you know, Warner yeah. Brothers, they started doing some really raunchy stuff after The Hangover came out. But mm -hmm. you know, The Hangover even, like, we just, it, it's been a while, we're talking comedy now yeah. but it's yeah. like the same thing with horror though where it's yeah, like there's not really it's not straight up anymore there's more multi
multi genre. Mm-hmm. You know, one of my yeah. favorites of the last couple years is Get Out. Yeah, but a lot of mm-hmm. people would argue that that's more of a comedy in a way, like a dark comedy, mm-hmm. or you know, a, a, a satire. On yeah, I say satire. Yeah, but. I mean, to me, it's like it's a horror movie because it freaks me out. But yeah. I guess that's just a matter. Like, what do you consider horror? Mm-hmm. Is it stuff that freaks you out? Like, Prisoners, that freaks me out because it's child yeah. abduction. It's not really horror, but it, mm-hmm. freaks, it, it freaks me out more yeah. than something like Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. So. And see, I think that's why I like horror so much because it is such a broad genre that there's so many subcategories. And you can really pick what kind of horror movie you want to watch. They mm-hmm. have... Like slashers, they have like big monster movies. They yep. have paranormal, paranormal. They have found footage, like, found footage, just yeah. like straight up gore for ninety minutes. Like all this yeah. different kind of stuff. Yeah, torture porn. Like <laughs> I don't know if that's considered what size for me. That's what it is. I guess. Oh, definitely. Or actual torture porn. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> um, An episode. I podcast. hope we never do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I get what you mean. Like I. I'm like Justin, like I, my parents you know, would not have, you know, horror movies that went, if I had told them I watched one, they'd freak out and stuff, and mm-hmm. um, I remember like, I had a crush on a girl in like middle school, and I I knew that she liked like horror movies, and so like I would try and get into them, and I was like, nope, not my thing, I can't <laughs> do this, and uh, and then I don't, I can't even think of the first actual horror movie I saw that I thought, like, this is a horror movie. Like, maybe, like, Alien vs. Predator might have been the first, like, actual horror movie I ever watched that I remember. Either that or, like, The Cave. I remember renting The Cave with with me and Justin's friend Evan. And uh, that one was definitely a a horror movie. But other than that, like, I I didn't pursue my own interest in it until I got onto, like, franchises like Alien, Mm -hmm. you know? Um and I think really like when I found like I started like studying movies and started you know I got into like my own like passion for different genres of movies you know um I started being like okay I know that I need I have like no experience in horror I need to watch more horror movies so I have a a palette for it and then I discovered I actually really like horror movies but I know my limit (laughs) you know or at least like I know like what movies I'll rewatch because I can handle them and enjoy them rather than movies I just can't handle like I saw The Witch in theaters, and that messed me up for weeks. Can't wait to see it. Like, I'm over it now, (laughs) but, like, yeah, these guys want to see it, and I'm like, nope, you tell me how it is, but I'm not watching it with you because it freaked me the crap right out. Or, like, this year, um, Hereditary came out, and I really want to see it, but I heard, like, people, podcasts I listen to who love horror movies, like, really love horror movies, said they were terrified almost to the point of walking out of the theater. And so I'm like, there's no way I can handle that. You know, and so I, I want to watch it because I know it's a big deal this year, but I I don't know if I can handle it. I'll have to have someone hold my hand. Yeah, the one review I saw for that one said it wasn't quite like a horror movie. It was more along the lines of a psychological thriller, mm-hmm. but I still want to see it. I just yeah. won't go in with the mindset of horror because usually when I hear of a good horror movie that comes out, everybody's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's so scary, and then it's just a bunch of jump scares, some blood, and like a scary... So scary con- track behind it. So like Conjuring it. movies. Yeah, I don't go to those because I like them. I go because Becca wants to see them, and I like the universe as a whole. Yeah. I don't like the individual movies. The like, universe I, building's cool. I thought mm-hmm. it was The Nun was like... That was terrible. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. The but I get one I've seen. I get it. It's like, yeah. you know, like, uh, I wasn't interested in seeing Venom, but I went because 
it's an earth hand there's solo i knew solo mm-hmm. was going to be a crappy movie probably you're not crappy but average mm-hmm. but i went because it's in the star wars canon mm-hmm. you know so i i can see that i think like some movies I, I noticed that i'm not as scared of horror movies and that's what made me like satisfied with liking them a lot um like i saw the babadook and people said it's mm-hmm. terrifying but it's like really crazy and I watched it, and I didn't. I wasn't scared once, and I was like so confused. Yeah, and I still don't know what the See, deal is with that movie. I had but. to watch it, so I watched it, didn't like it at all, and then I read some reviews on it, watched some mm-hmm. videos on it, and I got kind of a new perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Where like throughout the movie, you can kind of see like the slow burn of craziness building up in the mom, and it's okay. like all because of her son and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And I rewatched it again and it was a million times better and okay. way more like yeah. easy to understand. Yeah. So maybe like try watching it again. Maybe, yeah. I could try it. I'd have to do some but research on it. The second time I liked it a lot more. That's like mother. People mm-hmm. are like, what the hell am I watching? And then they go back and they love it the second time mm-hmm. through. But yeah. I saw Hereditary alone. <laughs> yeah. How was it for you? It was fine, but like, I mean, like, I don't know. It's still... Nothing really bothers me too much. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, what I, scares you? Is there like honestly, anything that authentically scares you? Well, because I don't want to talk. Like I'm all tough. No, there was a scene <laughs> in the Hereditary that did freak me out. Like, but it's it's usually when it's stuff that if I personally could see myself in this situation, it freaks me out. Because stuff like Halloween, for instance, love that movie, but yeah. I never feel like I'm ever going to be in a situation where I'm being chased by some man with a knife. Mm-hmm. But Until it happens. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but in Hereditary, there is, a, that. <laughs> there's a, there's a scene where it does freak you out. Not because like you've experienced exactly what they're experiencing, but it's the way they go about the aftermath of it all. And mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I've, I've been through that. Even with the littlest of things I've experienced, like that, I feel that, and that freaked me out. Or something like, honestly, like I said, Tusk still freaks me out. Even yeah. if people make fun yeah, of it, dude. it yeah. still freaks me out because, yeah, that is one where I totally could see myself in that situation, yeah. especially now that we're <laughs> literally running a podcast. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, who knows when we're going to go to Canada so and we, interview some we weirdo. We don't have a website yet. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Exactly. So we're fine for now, but yeah. I don't know. Well, like Creep, you know? Oh, yeah. Creep, I don't think... I mean, that's super realistic. Craigslist ad. <laughs> and you're a videographer, Justin. Like, <laughs> like you do video for people. Like I guess I never thought... You know? like, one of those weddings I filmed, Come, maybe come film my wedding, <laughs> Justin. Yeah, just turns out to film some guy at his cabin. I'm, get, I'm getting married at my cabin. <laughs> but, but stuff like I also said, like, for instance, I, I did mention Prisoners, which mm-hmm. I don't really consider that horror, but if we're talking about stuff that scares you, it's like, yeah, that does. Yeah. Like, imagine, like losing your kids and like like that and just being like Hugh Jackman throughout that whole movie yep like yeah that's that stuff freaks me out a lot it's mm-hmm. usually stuff like that when it involves like child abduction that freaks me out the most in movies yeah but not you know man going into your dreams trying to kill you that that I don't know some of these movies are just more funny like even Creep I think is more there's more funny to it than it oh, but yeah. it's not like yeah. it's trying to be funny it's just like some people find it creepy and scary, and some people find it yeah. funny. And I'm just, the realism is funny. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but we're uh, we're like twenty minutes in at this point. Do you wanna? Yeah, let's jump into our. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go around, and we've each made a top five favorite horror movies list for each of us. Um, and so I think what would be best is we go around and we start at five. So I'll say my fifth favorite. You know, Chloe hers, Zach his, and then once we get around, we'll go to the fourth. 
you know, third, and so on. So, um, and then we'll just, you know, kind of won't go crazy in depth because I know a lot of us have the same um, horror films on our list. Bet. Um, not like all the same, but some. And uh, what was Zach's list earlier? It was going to be all. Uh, what was number one? Again? <laughs> <laughs> it was, oh, it was Human Centipede one, yeah. two, and three, and then spots four and five are open in case they ever make sequels. <laughs> No, that was, for, that, was that was for Chloe's. Yeah, I heard about at one point something about show dogs. Was oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot already. <laughs> that was your horror list. <laughs> I, I I named off some movies for like one, two, three, and four, and then I said show dogs for the rest. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. I could put Oogie Loves on my list then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Wild Hogs <laughs> as a cinematic masterpiece. That freaked me out. Yeah. Frisk <laughs> bikers. Oh, crap. Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> William H. Macy could you imagine if Nick Cage was in that group uh? yeah I can picture if he was <laughs> yeah, weird or if he was the biker bar like bad guy as yeah. Nicholas Cage and him and John Travolta had a face off yeah or if he's Ghost Rider secretly the whole time or if, or if Nick Cage and John Travolta had a face off why am I forgetting I, the name yeah. of the guy? <laughs> <laughs> I got that reference, yeah. Who's the guy who was in Goodfellas? What's that guy's name again? No, I, I can't remember, remember his name, but... But he's in Wild Hogs. Yeah, he's yeah. the like, biker bar, like remember. the son of the legend or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I always thought that was a very strange... Like, I didn't notice it until I watched Goodfellas. I'm like, holy crap, is that guy? And then I played... <laughs> it's the guy from Wild Hogs. Well, there's a <laughs> yeah, Call of Duty <laughs> Zombies map where he's the main character. Oh, yeah, really Ray Liotta there. Yeah, yeah really Liotta, yeah. He always plays the bad guy in like in Hannibal. He plays like Date Night. The is he in Date Night? Yeah, he's the villain in Date Night. Oh yeah, and he's in B Movie. I haven't seen B Movie. You haven't seen B Movie? You've never seen. I've seen every meme about it, but I have not seen B Movie. We're gonna have to do a whole podcast on B Movie, but all we're gonna do is play the entire movie. Jerry Seinfeld's voice doesn't entertain me, so I'm like, I don't know what to watch a man play a B. What are you talking about? That was you good. Like jazz? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Alright. Well let's move on. <laughs> and uh does anyone want to give their top or their fifth favorite off the bat? Is someone gonna start this? Okay. I can go if nobody Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. resident. My number five is actually a Swedish movie Uh-oh. called Let the Right One In. It Next. is what the movie <laughs> Let Me In was based off of, which oh, is the American okay. remake, which is marginally worse. Um, it's a movie by Thomas Alfredson. It came out in 2008. It's basically about um, this boy, he's getting bullied at school, and he makes a new friend with this girl, and she turns out to be a vampire, and it's kind of like a love story, but there are, like, people get ripped apart. It's super cool. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, is actual Swedish is everything in Swedish? Yeah, so the only downside is you have to watch it with subtitles unless you know yeah. Swedish. That's so. that's kind of the only way you can really watch a yeah. lot of Asian films, mm-hmm. you know. So, and in my opinion, it was worth it because mm-hmm. I saw, I saw that one, and then I saw Let Me In with Chloe Grace Moretz, and I didn't like it. Like, mm-hmm. it's lo- <laughs> it just it wasn't as good. It didn't have the great cinematography or like. Even the acting wasn't as good as mm-hmm. Let the Right One In, in my opinion. Let the Right One In. You did you did see Let, right, let the Right One In before Let Me In, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. 
Which, that's so weird. I, 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 just real quick, I'm so glad when they remake a movie and they at least change the title a little. That mm-hmm. actually makes me happy so we can differentiate them. But uh, you kind of hurt me and uh, Hunter by saying that because, you know, I'm a big Chloe Grace Moretz fan. And I think Hunter's a big Matt Reeves fan. I'm a big Matt Reeves movie. fan. <laughs> I didn't even know he directed that, yeah, though, actually. Know, yeah, I haven't even seen it, but... Oh, you haven't? <laughs> I'm uh-huh. sure it's I saw it. I, I'm sure you're right. I think I've I mean, I might just be being picky because I saw this one before and it was just... It was awesome. Mm-hmm. But I just... I don't know. And I like Chloe Grace Moretz. I just didn't like her as much in this movie. I did see that movie... The, the English one. Mm-hmm. And I just remember it being really bleak and slow. See, <laughs> Let the Right One In is very bleak, and it is slow, but I think it builds better than the American version. It just... The suspense is better, the chemistry between the two main actors is better, all of it is just done better. Hmm. And then the, like, bodies being ripped apart is so good. Yeah. Well, I like me a movie that rips people apart. Yeah. I and should check it out. the fun thing about it is it's not, like, a super gory way. It's really subtle, mm-hmm. but it's still, like, it's like, whoa. Huh. So if you can get your hands on it, I would suggest I'll try and get my hands on it. I've been meaning to watch it for years because I've always heard really good things about mm-hmm. it. It's been kicking on IMDb's top 250 list before, so. Mm-hmm. It has a four-star rating. Oh. On, on IMDb. On Letterboxd. Letterboxd? Yeah. So you know it's good. I'll just check it out. I'm trying to find more horror movies. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to watch all the, like I said before, I want to watch most of like the original slashers, like the first in the franchise, you know, mm-hmm. um, before I really get into like the indie mm-hmm. horror ones or the foreign horror films for sure. So, yeah. All right. Well, next. Um, my number five spot is my favorite Freddy movie, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors. Nice. Good tech. Yeah, it's it's the third in the franchise, and it's basically a Nightmare on Elm Street superhero movie. (laughs) Yeah, because uh, the main chick helps these other kids, like, cope with their dreams, and Mm -hmm. then when Freddy comes back, like, in their dreams they have powers. Really? (laughs) And they, like, fight him. This is the one where, like, they actually tried to evolve the franchise a little, rather than... The second one, which was a repeat of the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one, they also, it brought back the original uh, it, uh, director, Wes Craven. Not as mm-hmm. director, but he produced it, and it brought back, uh, if I got her name right here, Heather, yeah, Langenkamp. That's mm-hmm. the original character, Nancy. Nancy, yeah. Yeah. I, I like that one a lot, too, yeah. by the way. Yeah, that was like... I don't like as much as the first one, but it's the best of the sequels, easily. Like, I can't even... I can't even understand why someone else would like a different one. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I, seen a single. Oh, I've seen Freddy vs. Jason. Okay. That, that one's close. I like. That Freddy one's good. Jason. I like that. But one. I haven't seen the original, so I'm okay. like the lore and stuff of Freddy. I'm still like hazy about. I love the first one. Not a big fan of the second one, but then the third and fourth ones are like mm-hmm. my two favorites because they they like go so well together. Because mm-hmm. it's like the same kids who survive the third movie and the fourth movie, and mm-hmm. then like. He just kills off the rest of them, basically. Yeah. But, I don't know, there's more, like, character development throughout those two movies of those mm-hmm. characters. Is this, is the third one the one where they go to the, um, 
the junkyard and they find the bones, or is that the fourth one? Because I can't I remember. I think that's the fourth one. I want to say that's the fourth one. Because I remember this one's at least tied to that. Because, I... yeah. It's either the third or the fourth one. They bleed together, because I, I usually they watch them back to back. doing that, yeah. And it's all kind of one storyline. But I think... I think that's the fourth one. I remember this one was the one where, if talking about things that freak you out, where they rip out the veins of that guy yeah. and they use him as like a puppet. I'm yeah, like, okay, oh, yeah, that screw was great. that. Which awesome visual like cinematography there. Uh, it's like amazing, <laughs> but it's like freaky because that's one thing where I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't want you yeah. can like feel it. Yeah. Like I don't like that. You think they'll do that in the hayride this weekend? I hope so. Pull your veins out and make yeah, you a puppet. Use a puppet. Oh, absolutely. if we're lucky. Oh man. They only do that to scared. every fifty second ticket bot. Okay. <laughs> Alright, well, YOLO. <laughs> so that's my number five. It's number five. Which one is that? That sounds good. I'm really excited to watch The Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's entertaining to me. Which one is the one where that girl like eats herself to death? <laughs> she gets like, <laughs> really big and like, oh, I don't even remember. I'm writing down the spoilers just the entire one of, Nightmare on Elm Street One of my favorite scenes, I don't remember crazy. if it's from three or four, but it's they're in the pizzeria, and Freddy's like the the guy behind the counter and he has a pizza with all the friends like all the kids faces on it and he yeah. like stabs one of their faces and eats it and oh, it's like a yeah. sausage and he like eats it. I, didn't. I don't remember which one that was but I loved that scene I, I like in the third one where I mean the most famous scene I think is the one where he's like the TV and yeah. he like grabs that girl and he's like welcome to prime time bitch <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've seen that scene I've seen a lot of these little snippets yeah, on YouTube that's like the most famous I think the best I've thing about Freddy one. movies is like his one liner yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's just so funny oh, like yeah. it takes you out of the horror part and just like you have to laugh at it mm-hmm. <laughs> the third one was the last one before they just kind of let him take over the movies after that it's like up until like Freddy's dead, it's like just his movie and him yeah. to say Freddy's dead. They just go way too far with it. Like mm-hmm. he plays like the Wicked Witch at one point. And it's like <laughs> what is going on? It's a weird movie. Yeah. Um, Thanks. Yeah. And so what's your number five, Justin? I hope we have another Nightmare on Elm Street film so we just keep talking about it. <laughs> Man's, oh, this is boring, but like I, I know it's recent, but actually my fifth one is Get Out. I oh, nice. I really did like that movie a lot. When I was ordering them, I'm trying to think which one of these did I enjoy more than the other. Mm-hmm. Hadn't had the pleasure to see Get Out yet. Uh, it's good. I heard. It's, freaking, it's on my top 25 horror movie list. A cultural nice. touchstone slash milestone, I would say. Yeah. It's, Jordan Peele. It's an excellent movie. And um, especially watching it in theaters, that was one where I was getting really into it to a point where it's like, you're almost just like, you know, it is one of those movies I hate. The whole yelling at the characters, you know, don't go in there, don't do that. But this is one where you really are cheering them on. I literally was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, certain scenes, I was so happy to see, you know, him try to escape from the situation. I was like, yes, good. Like, I was just so happy. But, you know, a lot of social commentary, the movie's been talked about to death. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at this point, all you really could talk about is why you like it. <laughs> and I like it just because, yeah, it's uh, the director good Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Peele just like yeah it's surprising just and it's like a totally original plot right yeah, yeah he wrote it original exactly. idea um it's got some sci-fi elements to it that mm. I don't know I'd have to rewatch it to see if it really bothers me as it did the first time because that was the only thing was I thought it got a little too silly out there sci-fi <laughs> at the end but maybe that was just because the movie was uh so serious up to that point to me, anyway. 
But maybe if I'd watch it again, I'd realize, wow, this is just kind of a satire of everything, so why would it... Just becomes a key <laughs> sketch at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was... Um, yeah, there's just so many moments in it where you're like, you are thrown off or you're really freaked out. And it did throw you for a couple uh, uh, curveballs because even, even if there was stuff that seemed obvious, mm-hmm. it was like, I was amazed that it tricked me later. Maybe because the characters really did start telling me like, oh, well, I really can trust this girl. Oh, I really mm-hmm. can trust your brother. And then... You're like, oh, 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 wow, wow, this movie tricked me. Like, yeah. Even though I was already thinking maybe, maybe not, but... Isn't the dad the guy from Billy Madison? Is he? He might be. I don't even really know. He's not... Wait, not the dad from Billy Madison. No, he's like the... the, other, the yeah, the guy dad? that he's like... Yeah. Business ethics. Yeah, business ethics. Yeah, it's that guy. I... So, I read box that I didn't see in theaters, but... Uh, me and the girl I was dating at the time used to make bets where we'd like make a bet. We'd get like two movies out of Redbox and say we'd like make a bet on which would be better than whoever like won, like would buy dinner the next night or something. And so it was between Get Out and A Cure for Wellness. And we watched A Cure for Wellness first and we we're like, ah. Like we already decided that even we haven't even seen Get Out yet, but there's no way that Get Out could be worse <laughs> than the A Cure for Wellness. Wait, which one was your pick? A Cure for Wellness. I thought A Cure for Wellness would be better. Because I thought, I'm like, it's got, like, the actors in it are top-notch. It just looks terrifying. The trailer looked just I never even heard of it. It looked like Shutter Island, basically. Like, just like Shutter Island. And it was real creepy. But we watched Get Out, and then we're like, hands down, this is an, like, even if it's not a horror movie, it's an incredible movie. It was, like, one of my favorites of the year, for sure. Um, And then, like, obviously, like later on it was you know nominated for oscars and stuff and um yeah get out is freaking good it's on my top 25 for sure i'm really bummed i missed that one because usually with newer scary movies i'm really hesitant to go see them Mm -hmm. because of stuff like the nun and jigsaw and all this other like sequel crap that's coming out and i knew this one was an original concept but that made me even more nervous yeah. So I like waited until the hype had passed and everybody had seen it, and I've still heard nothing but good things about it. So mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. definitely gonna need to be watching it. Well, it's tough, like with getting a horror movie out of Redbox or something, or even on Netflix, like because mm-hmm. they're all titled like "Get Out" or mm-hmm. "Don't Breathe" or mm-hmm. "Hush" or "Let Me In" or "Let the Right yeah. One In." It's like <laughs> telling you to do something, you know, mm-hmm. and you're like, I don't like I'm not interested in this movie anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's just, like, it's nothing new unless, you know, like, It Follows has a kind of a unique title, you know, because it's mm-hmm. not telling you to do anything, and, and you're, you know, but, uh, or, like, Get Out doesn't tell you anything about the movie itself, mm-hmm. other than there's a couple times people yell, Get Out, you know, that's all they can say or something, but... Like when they say the title in the movie? Yeah. It's good. That's a good movie. Like, right, you've seen it? I have not. You guys, you guys will love it. That's real good. Um, my fifth favorite movie is, um, the 1979 Ridley Scott classic Alien is my fifth favorite horror movie. Um, I had seen it off and on, like, snippets growing up, you know, and all I knew it was like, oh, this is the movie from Alien vs. Predator, (laughs) you know, um, and I really liked it a lot, and it was, it was scary, but it wasn't until, like, 
I got really into just movies and studying them that I was like, dang, this movie is crazy for the year that it came out. Um, and the set design work that Ridley Scott, like, like everything that he did with that movie, for me, it, it like, made me feel like anything, like, like doing, like making movies would be possible for like anyone who could dream up something, like dream up an idea. And, um, yeah, I, I love the storyline, but really I love the way that the movie was made, I think. And it's, it's it definitely like, if you look at all of the movies, like they can kind of all be classified as horror movies, mm. but I think like, like Aliens, I love Aliens, but to me that one's like, like obviously a action movie. And Alien is a horror movie. It's like a mm-hmm. split difference, even though it's a, an amazing sequel. You know, like like Terminator and then Terminator T two. It's like first one is a horror movie, and the second mm-hmm. one's an action movie. Yeah. You know, um, and I just think they play off each other well. And I guess Aliens was directed also by James Cameron. T one T two, but Alien, uh, yeah. It's anytime I try and narrow down a horror favorite horror movies list, this one comes out at. Um, really high on the list and this one came out number five i really love it i usually watch it about once a year um and i still i i don't get scared i don't say as much mm-hmm. but uh i get feelings of how i remember being scared by it yeah so i love it cool <laughs> it's not as good as alien resurrection now oh, come on that one i haven't seen i've only seen it <laughs> once I, I have seen it i've once. only seen the first one long time. <laughs> so number four okay my number four is definitely a little weird good mildly not safe for work so i'm gonna say that right here it is a 2007 movie by mitchell lichtenstein called teeth oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) classic teeth i love this movie it's so everything about it is so funny like i like the idea of it Oh. Like okay. <laughs> no, like <laughs> well then. It's just terrified a, of this hayride. I'm just gonna say now. <laughs> it's just a super terrified funny idea, home. and the way that they pull it off, I think, is really funny and yeah. like terrifying. Like yeah, I'll say horrible, but funny and entertaining, and I liked it a lot. That's number four on your list. It does. It has <laughs> a guy from The Magicians in it, which it's one of my favorite TV shows. Yeah, he gets his pee pee bit off. Mm-hmm. Classic. <laughs> That movie's like the like staple of Netflix late night. You guys just watch a movie, it's always that. It's for like the la- however long Netflix has lasted it, since high school, I've always heard, oh, did you watch that one? And oh, everyone's watched Teeth, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I still haven't seen it. The whole time, though, like, you know, I never had seen it because it just sounded like a stupid idea, and I yeah. kept putting in my head that it was the same kind of stupid idea, like, Thanks Killing, like something like that, which also used to be on Netflix. That mm. sounds great. Yeah, mm-hmm. Killer Turkey, that's all it is. Like, it's ridiculous. Or like Rubber, yeah. Killer Tire. Yeah. <laughs> so, First favorite, not my list. But like, with Teeth, though, I, when, he, when I finally, I only had to watch that recently, but mm. after finally watching it, I was like, wow, this movie has actually a lot of kind of good um, social commentary to it, really. Mm. Like, yeah, like, it's... It's always these, every time she, like, bites one of them off, it's, like, it's one of the guys that she just doesn't, you know, there, there is some current issues in it, let's say, mm-hmm. and all the guys get what's coming to them, mm-hmm. yeah. so it's kind of, like, it's, I'd almost call it a fantasy, too, in a way, mm-hmm. you know, of, like, mm-hmm. just, just imagine. Very inglorious <laughs> bastards. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> like, yeah, just, like, a, a different version of the world. Like, what if it was like this? Yeah. But mm-hmm. definitely freaky. I mean. I like the fake lore that it goes into. That's cool. Oh, yeah, they have, like, a whole, like, <laughs> thing to it, too. And that's... I haven't seen it. <laughs> we'll have to watch it. Yeah. Because she was, like, born with it, right? But yeah. what was the whole thing that, like... Why was she born with it? Did they have, they explain that? Right? Be careful if it spoils it too. No, much. Not if it's early yeah, on, yeah, no, it'll okay. spoil it. I'll read it again. Okay, I just yeah. remember that. I'll watch it funky. soon, just because. But yeah. Yeah, just so you know, you see severed things. Well, I've Sweet. seen non-severed things, <laughs> <see> so <laughs> I'm guessing they flop on the way down. <laughs> but like, yeah, my my ex girlfriend, she watched it, and once we're talking on the phone, she's like, "Yeah, I just watched this, mo- this stupid movie." And then, like, less than a week later, I was like, what did you do today? She's like, I watched that movie again. <laughs> and I'm like, why? You said it sucked. I'm like, I couldn't stop thinking about it, and now I really like it. And then it was, like, a week or two later, she's like, I watched it again, and I really like this movie. <laughs> but her first time, she was like, it's just weird, I don't get it. And yeah, so. I liked it a lot. It's, I think it's very underappreciated. A lot of people mm-hmm. are watching it for face value, Yeah. when I think yeah. there's more to it than more just to it. Okay. what's presented. That's good. That's what, like, like mm-hmm. Alien is... They're running from an alien, but then, like, at one point, they switch it up, and now you're not scared of the alien, you're scared of the... I don't know if you, have you guys seen Alien? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Um, the... Hmm. the In the Alien movies, the thing that Ridley Scott, at least, always tries to incorporate is some sort of, like, artificial intelligent android, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and some in some of the movies, those go haywire. And so it's like all of a sudden you're not scared of the alien. Now you're scared of the ship you're living on, or now you're scared of, you know, uh, this android or something. And then mm-hmm. so it's it kind of switches it back and forth for what are you really scared of? Um, it's also scary just being trapped like in space. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the title. The thing of it is no one can hear you scream in space. Yeah, but cool. <clears throat> all right, my turn. Teeth down. Number four. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number four is Krampus. 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 Yeah. Krampus. Uh, evil Santa. Um, what can I say about this movie? <laughs> it's one of my favorite it's, Christmas movies. Yeah, for sure. it, it's one of my favorite Christmas movies. But it just like it was such a weird ride. Yeah. <laughs> like I did not expect. I thought it was gonna be like a comedy because it had what was it, what's his name Jason Bateman. No, it or was it the other guy? It's ben, ben from Ben from Parks and Rec. I can never remember his name either, though. I always get them. I always think he's Derek from Step Brothers, but I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know his name. But yeah, like it's so funny, but it's like like it takes you for a left turn, and then yeah. like someone dies. Yeah, it's it's well, like earlier before that before we started recording, we were talking. I mean, it was during we we're talking about the Gremlins yeah. and whether or not the Gremlins should be. And I thought you like scoffed at the idea of Gremlins being on a. Well, oh, I just didn't movies. know. Because I feel like Gremlins is really lighthearted still. It is, but that's yeah. what I think. I think Gremlins and Krampus are the same movie. Okay. In different eras. Like, they were both, like, written in the same year. Okay. But one like, got I wanted left behind to put... for 30 years, and then someone, like, dusted it off. Like, and like, I never got into a movie. I never and... got scared of Gremlins, but I yeah. like, got freaked out because of this. Yeah. Because it was, I don't know. It is scary. They but, do a better job of making it scary, but yeah, like, I think they're like, the Gremlins same Gremlins feels type of movie. just like a really fun like goofy 80s movie yeah ends on but. a sweet note still like <laughs> yeah. i i agree i i think krampus is i would not watch that during christmas honestly like it's very much i <laughs> think it's more scary like uh, not even like mm-hmm. scary but just creepy and there are more light-hearted moments in gremlins i think mm-hmm. mostly because it was 
still produced in the 80s with Steven Spielberg attached. Yeah. I agree that, like, Krampus, yeah, it feels like it was written in the 80s and it just sat around yeah. and then mm-hmm. finally got made. But it's like, they didn't hold back. They were like, no, let's make this, like, actually uh, creepy, not mm-hmm. for families kind of movie. And it's mm-hmm. really not. Yeah. 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 Like, I'd say it's really silly, but it's really dark, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, darker than Gremlins for sure. Yeah, it is. I'll but, admit. I think like, I would gladly put Gremlins up there as like yeah. a high movie. Like it there are some creepy parts, but it's not as scary as Krampus. Seeing where mm-hmm. I have I, Krampus is on my top twenty five, I just can't remember where I put it. Oh Krampus is twenty two on my top twenty five list and Gremlins is number ten. Okay. Get out is number eleven. Just Get out. just those are movies that we've mentioned. Tusk mm-hmm. we've mentioned already, that's number eighteen. We haven't mentioned that yet. Just for fun, we talked a little bit about it offhand. But yeah, so yeah, that's my number four. Yeah, I was actually pleasantly surprised by Krampus because it is from a different culture. It's Mm -hmm. Krampus is a German legend, Mm -hmm. and knowing the actual legend behind it, I was very, very apprehensive to see it Mm because I was like, "It's an American movie. Nobody's pronouncing it right. It's going to be butchered." Mm -hmm. But. I think they did well. Like, they didn't delve into the lore too much. They did talk about it a little bit. There was some actual German spoken. I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a fun movie. When I was living in Berlin, I asked a bunch of people. No one ever knew what the idea of Krampus was. Or really? I pronounced it right even and showed it to them. I'm like, you've never heard of this? Mm-hmm. There's a I mean, bunch of crappy movies also titled Krampus. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no, I don't know who that yeah. is. You know? I guess it is kind of an older legend. Like, yeah. there's Ask still, in parts of Germany, um, I was taught that there are still, like, I don't remember what they call them, but it's, like, the run of Krampus, and it's a ton of people dressed up as different versions of Krampus running yeah, so. through the streets of Germany at night. Ooh. With like chains. Maybe it's like southern Germany. Fula talked about it on Conan. Mm-hmm. So whatever part he's from, maybe. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like it's kind of a regional thing because like we have yeah. Wendigos up here, but like down in the south they don't have those, so maybe they don't know about them. As well. yeah, yeah, we have an well, infestation. We, we definitely fantasize more about it. Like a lot of times, people say like, "Oh, you got to have like the authentic food." Mm-hmm. But I've I'm, I've been to a lot of countries, mm-hmm. and I've went there to try their cuisine, and America still makes it better. So <laughs> I I'm not gonna be a sucker and say like, "Oh, you have to be there to try it." Like, no, mm-hmm. you can go down the street, and it's better. So if you want to be authentic, it's gonna be lesser quality. It's a fact. It's like so people from France who want to come here and have an authentic American hot dog, and then they come and are disappointed because that happens a lot, right? Really? Yeah. Oh, I, Wait, I did not is, is America is hot dogs American? Because I would thought you want a hot dog? Germany, they have German they have, Do they not? Yeah. Uh, what guys? And even like no? hamburgers too. <laughs> yeah, from Germany. <laughs> we don't have anything. Nah. Was, they're trying to forget. Germany. We have we have the bologna sandwich. <laughs> we have the Furby. Give me a break. We yeah, have yeah. a yeah. Eat a Furby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eat a Furby. <laughs> hashtag eat a Furby. Yeah, that's our new hashtag for the show, guys. Watch a movie, eat a Furby. <laughs> Die <Justin>. happy. <laughs> What's your number four? My number Did four. you say yours, Zach? Oh, yeah, yours is Krampus. Krampus. Okay. We just talked about it. I, we yeah. just, I, Don't yes. go back to Zach. I'm sorry, I'm, yeah, I'm go looking at both of them. So. <laughs> Who do you think you are? Putting your gum on the table? There's, There's no one else to put my gum. <laughs> put it in your mouth. I, put it on my, okay. I didn't put it on the table. Zach's a liar. I'll move it. I just um, wanted Justin to look. Like, well, like, not a table. Like, <laughs> <every friend. laughs> My number four is the uh, 1981 
technically from 1979 Sam Raimi film, The Evil Dead. Oh, yeah. Not, not Evil Dead 2 or Army of Darkness. No, this is the original. I I don't know how much of a small minority there is there. I feel like it's kind of like Star Wars. There's still some who like the original, but I think more people like the sequel. Mm-hmm. I like the sequel a lot, too, but The Evil Dead is just more classic to me. And uh, um, I just liked how low budget it is too you know mm-hmm. small small crew and uh shot kind of in a quick gorilla way there's not really it doesn't seem like there was a tripod in existence while they were making it <laughs> yeah and uh they dangled it from a rope or something right yeah well just, they actually had him just like going around branches and stuff with really? his arm yeah that's well, like yeah. it's just like freaky and mm-hmm. it's like a lot of freaky looking shots, uh, but there's still, like, a bit of a humor to it, because Sam Raimi's really just good at sneaking in that humor, too, mm-hmm. just like he did with Spider-Man, and <laughs> what he did with, like, Evil Dead, too, which, with Evil Dead, too, that's more of just, like, a showcase to me in special effects, and in how much can we torture one guy on screen, Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, I still love that one a lot, too, but I think the first one was just a little more... You know, in the sense of it's classic, but then when they head up to this place, mm-hmm. it's just a lot more freakier than what you typically find in the kids going to the cabin kind of movies. Mm-hmm. This one I just think is the creepiest and freakiest, and how every like every single like part of a corpse seems to be <laughs> sentient or like has its own. Yeah, like, everything <laughs> is used physical yeah. autonomy. And everything just gets destroyed into some gross way. I remember one of those. It's like a something just like gets destroyed, and you just watch like the stop motion effects of it just getting destroyed more and more. And someone's like, face. Yeah, like how can you watch something just get? It's like five minutes of right. stop motion. And it's just like it's nuts. so impressive. And yeah. you just. I also like that this is a movie where you don't really need to know. You don't need an explanation of like what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, just like oh, what's the Evil Dead? What is it? What are the rules of it? What is this thing chasing the cabin? We keep getting that shot of the cabin, you know, and mm-hmm. you never really find out. You just kind of sit there like, wow, you're just trapped. You actually feel trapped. It's not one of those movies where you're like, hey, you can just leave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, no, you are actually trapped here. Good luck. So I haven't seen the first one. I've seen the second one. Is there any mention of, like, the Necronomicon or anything like that in yeah. the first one? Yeah. Yep. It's very similar to Evil Dead too in a lot of ways yeah. like like I think we said when we were watching yeah. Evil Dead like 2 it's, it's the kind same of a remake, remake in a way yeah. it basically is a remake yeah. but it still does like follow the, it's it, it follows like it would be a continuation of events but they reintroduced the Necronomicon the second one like it's mm-hmm. brand new but it's really it's not it's in the first one yeah. they bring it up quick and they have like the voice recording still of that guy but mm-hmm. even the voice though is it's different. Some of it, some of the phrases are the same, but there's a lot added in. Yeah, but you actually see the guy in this one. Mm-hmm. Like in in the first one, like the premise, like it's a group of friends, yeah. similar to like a Friday the Thirteenth movie, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and the theory is, I think I can't remember if it's actual Bruce Campbell or Sam Raimi that said it, but if you start the Evil Dead two at exactly six minutes, I think. Like, exactly six minutes, it plays as a sequel. You just have to pretend that he's not bloody like he is in the first one, you know? Mm. Um, and then it plays as a direct sequel. But uh, uh, you guys have seen this, because we had a movie night at my place. We watched 
Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness, like, back-to-back. And um, some, yeah, you got to see The Evil Dead because it's still a great movie, but it is way more of a horror movie than the other ones. The other ones, they played into that comedy comedy and that, like, yeah, how much can we torture one guy and have (laughs) it be lighthearted, you know? Um, So he had both hands at the end of the first one. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's cool about it, too, is... um, you know, in the second one, it's like, oh, it's obviously Bruce Campbell, and like the third one is like his movie. Like even mm-hmm. the beginning says Bruce Campbell versus the Evil, uh, yeah. the Army of Darkness. So it's like it becomes more and more his movie. But if you mm-hmm. watch the first one, you you, I want to see like showing someone that movie without knowing about the cult of Bruce Campbell or knowing about Evil Dead Two or three or the remake or the tv series just watch the first one and tell me who's going to be the last one alive who's going to be the main character a lot of movies like it almost became a cliche to have it be like the final girl every time like mm-hmm. since the beginning like the 30s it's always a girl at the end yeah it was it almost is kind of unique that the last guy alive is a dude and you you almost you it's just kind of any one of them could end up being the final person. It just happens to be this guy. Because he's not as crazy as he is in the second one or in Army of Darkness. Mm-hmm. He becomes crazy pretty much in the second one. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely. Like, they even, I don't know if you ever heard of the movie My Name is Bruce. I have. I, I want to see that. <laughs> I haven't like, seen it. It's basically an Evil Dead movie. It's yeah, Evil yeah. Dead, but it's with Bruce Campbell as the main character. <laughs> like, if it was, like, actually <laughs> real. Yeah. So. It's, it's kind of like, you know, like, Galaxy Quest, where they think it's, like, actually, like, the Evil Dead is actually real, yeah. and they ask him, like, the help, and he's like, I don't, I don't actually know about this. But. It's like people, like, like, they're like, hey, like, they kind of, like, they're either fans of Evil Dead, or they think he's actually Ash Williams, and they help they get the actor, yeah, Bruce Campbell, to help them fight evil. Like, but awesome. it's still like the same thing as as uh, Evil Dead. But yeah, you guys got. I can borrow it to you guys sometime. Okay. Actually, I don't have it on Blu-ray yet. He might have it. I have it on Blu-ray. But that's the. I haven't. I've been paying off my car all summer. I realize I've been wanting to invest in some movie posters, and that's the first one I want to get is Evil Dead because it's such a cool poster. looking poster. I was gonna, you know, real quick for the logo for the show. I was originally going to have it um, be that hand. I just mm-hmm. I changed it last second to be Marty McFly's hand instead. Yeah. You know, the arm in our icon, if you look, it's Marty McFly's hand. Yeah. I was going to do the Evil Dead hand, but... Maybe for this episode or something. I, I could. I could. I mean, if I have the time. <laughs> if you have the time, yeah. I mean, but it's... The only reason I didn't was because once I put it all together, it just kind of looked like anybody's hand. I'm like, well, that's boring. Yeah. So then I put Marty McFly's instead. I mean, you could do, like, the chainsaw. To do the chainsaw, you know, I'll, I could do that. I could just chainsaw. replace Marty McFly's hand with a chainsaw. You should. That's <laughs> what uh, we were talking. We have a Halloween party coming up, and me and Zach are trying to determine and <laughs> if we're going to go together as the vegan police from Scott Pilgrim, <laughs> or if he's going to be um, Usador the Blue from a podcast called uh, Hello from the Magic Tavern, or if I'm going to be Ash Williams, <laughs> and I'm going to go fully uh, in. Uh, chainsaw clad <laughs> clothes <laughs> but trying to figure out a way to attach a chainsaw to my arm there's still chainsaws at Savers is there? Mm-hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just stop hollow, by tomorrow so you or could, something like, cut a hole in them and put your hand oh, yeah. you could get a real chainsaw or I could get a real chainsaw <laughs> that too so that's how hardcore you it would be actually cut off and you could are, are we gonna dress up for the hayride this weekend? I mean we could I don't know if, are we allowed part of the show I mean I feel like we're allowed if, to, I can stay if they're allowed to touch you you're allowed to dress up I'm allowed to bring a chainsaw <laughs> bring a chainsaw <laughs> <laughs> Stay back. Um, 
Evil Dead is my number 15 in my top 25. Nice. So, um, my number four is a movie that we happen to do an episode on. Oh, I wonder what it is. A little movie mm-hmm. by... Oh, I can't remember his name now. <laughs> uh, Bryce... Hey Bryce. Bryce. Uh, Bryce. <laughs> Patrick Bryce. Patrick Bryce. <laughs> um, Patrick. A movie called Creep um, from 2014. Uh, we have, we've all seen Creep. We did an episode on it. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a pretty great delightful. movie. So if you want to hear a lot about it, go back and listen to episode like four or five, maybe. All right, we can skip this. Call um, <laughs> I will just say it's it's still scares me a little bit every time I watch that it. That is so creepy. Every time the very end, I'm not sure if he's gonna. S- Kill the guy or not? <laughs> I know it, but it's like maybe he won't this time. <laughs> and uh, the guy will turn around. Yeah, my dad. So. My dad told me that uh, my mom bought Titanic when it came out on VHS, and she would rewatch it and hope that it didn't happen. At the <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. She rewind it? <laughs> no, she'd like whenever she'd watch it. Oh, that like, mean like she'd watch the end, then rewind it. Fifteen minutes. <laughs> no, and be she, like, she when on, she'd rewatch the movie, she'd hope on. that it didn't happen. There's plenty the of room. <laughs> So much room. Damn it! <laughs> ah, it's the same. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love Creep. Yeah, it's a good movie. So five star movie, I think. All these, actually, all top five of these movies, I think, except for my number one, is a five star movie. So, except for your number one. <laughs> yeah. I know. Was it my Back favorite. to the Future? <laughs> Not gonna say a horror movie. My number one is one out of five, but I like it. <laughs> Uh, my number three is Tusk. Nice. Ooh. Which I've talked about before, but just as like a last movie on Earth. Mm-hmm. It's by Kevin Smith, 2014. It's good. Lots of fun. Mm, so much A guy fun. gets magically turned into a walrus. It's a Disney yeah. movie. <laughs> when you were talking about uh, the first scary movies, oh, Sweeney Todd, mm-hmm. you said like, your dad's like, it's not that scary. And mm-hmm. you're like, all right. And then you were terrified the whole time, <laughs> cringing. The first movie saying. I thought of, I'm like, that's Tusk. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Zach did that with Zane. <laughs> so good. I thought this was a Such Disney a movie. Experience. And that's kind of what happened for Tusk. Like, I was like, he kind of told me about it. And he's like, it's not a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So it's like I was watching <laughs> I had it. had to reiterate. And it took a while for me to get scared because it's mm-hmm. a little bit of a slower movie. But once yeah. it gets there, I was like, well, the best the yeah, time, it seems like Interview of the shocked. Vampire or something. The, yeah. the best oh, way to explain Tusk mm-hmm. is that it's like human centipede, but with a walrus. Yeah, and there's only <laughs> yeah. one of them. Yeah, I think it plays more like like Saw. It doesn't get terrifying until kind like of. the very end, you know. They don't I really think it's like, show more... the door though. Yeah, but like back then, Saw was a mm-hmm. lot scarier. Yeah, I think that's kind of what Tusk did. It's. I feel like it's still more psychological than that, though. And, like, it's done way better. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know. A lot of it is... Because there isn't a lot of gore. A lot of it is just you, like... I don't know. I was hoping that the guy would get out. Like, even when his leg got cut off, I was Mm -hmm. like, he's still gonna get out. Like, he's gonna make it somehow. He has his phone on him. Like, his friends are gonna come find him. Yeah. And the phone's gone. And then both of his legs are gone. And then he's (laughs) a walrus. And And then both... Yeah, yeah, the other And then the end! And I'm like... Yeah. I need to rewatch that. That's yeah. such a good we a whole episode on Tusk. We should. Oh, I, because I, I would be so... Of, like yeah. I've said many times before, like this, it's a movie that people don't like. It's a movie that you know people see Kevin Smith's name and they watch it and they don't like it and they say it's just he's gone too far, but mm-hmm. I was like, that's exactly the direction he needed to go. Right. Like, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. I really hope it would get mm-hmm. like a cult following sooner mm-hmm. or later. It probably does have one. I probably just don't realize there's such a fan base for it. Yeah. Uh, 
I'm in it, I guess. Yep, same. Yeah, same. <laughs> cult we, we are the start of that cult. Mm-hmm. I should tell my dad to watch it because he really likes Kevin Smith, but mm-hmm. he also likes like he loves Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses, yeah. which are more messed up movies too. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. mm-hmm. is my number eighteen. My top twenty-five. What do you? My turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, creep. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> a lot of creep talk. Uh, it's a creepy movie. Tubby time. Wait, creep is your creep number. is my number three. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know how much more to say. If you if you want to listen, just go to What's episode like, number four. I guess five. like, do you have a favorite part? Of, we could just say like, do you have a favorite, favorite part? part of the movie? Yeah. The end. <laughs> no. The end. Uh, no. Uh, well. After they go to the diner and like you start to figure out like he's he's a liar, like mm-hmm. like for sure he's a liar, and then like it just gets creepier when they go back to the house and then like he's sleeping and then he like gets the phone call and then it just escalates from there. Mm-hmm. It's the part where it just I I was freaked out. Yeah. So that's kind of like my favorite sequence. Yeah. Like, it's not exactly a favorite part, but yeah. For me, the scariest is when he's at home. Oh yeah, okay. I think yeah, it's because you're like, you don't know where he is anymore. He's, you're not just in his house where he has all the cards. Now in your own house and you don't have yeah. all the cards. Right. What's scarier than being in your own house and feeling like I still want to know there, how he knew you know? where he lived because <laughs> they never explained that. He's he could have gotten his information from the Craigslist ad. Yeah, he's. A I mean, I guess if he like tracked his IP address. Mm-hmm. I don't. Know. Anyway, keeps the tow truck three. home or something. Mm-hmm. You but know. also, when he was at home, that was probably one of my favorite scenes when, like, he heard something and he was like, nope, lights, lights. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's exactly it's what such you a real, do. It's that's just a real what thing. You would do. That's if you're what alone, I do when like, I'm nope. scared. I'm uh-uh. Like, <laughs> like you're just letting him know. Not doing this today, darkness. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Screw you. The best scene in the um, whole movie. I thought that was We should do another episode on Creep. Yeah, it's oh so God. good. Well, we saw the new Creep 2. <laughs> yeah. 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 Have you guys seen Creep 2? Yeah, yeah. you guys yeah. have seen it. Oh, Just, yeah. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. No, I'll have to watch it. Can I watch it before I lose Netflix, dude? I, uh, you know, the guy from Creep, Mark Duplass, he's also mm-hmm. in Tully. Mm. Which is just, you know, that was a movie from this year with Charlize Theron. They're just a married couple. You know, she's having a baby. But, like, throughout the whole movie, though, there was a scene where she's trying to spice up their sex life, and all I was thinking was, I'm like, man, he should whip out that <laughs> mask. He puts on the wolf mask. Like, it'll really <laughs> spice was, things up. That I was waiting for that. You know, yeah. I was at Walmart, and I found a mask that looked very much like the <laughs> mask. Like, I and I was like, oh, dear lord. <laughs> it's a Halloween. Halloween. I'm going to be uh, a white kid for Peach Fuzz. You should be Ash Williams. I'll be Peach Fuzz. Oh, freaking right. Man. You can only be Peach Fuzz if you are Mark Duplass being super creepy for two hours. Oh, and yeah. then you, <laughs> yeah. you want to see my you want to see Get like costume. a Columbia fleece long <laughs> sleeve zip up. I'll just go to the party and like do weird things yeah. for like two His, hours. His like weird like running tights that he has <laughs> with a like cell phone pocket on the butt. Yeah, come on! You like constantly lying, but you're really good. Yeah, just jumping scared the everyone the whole party. Yeah, creep is so good. I thought I got you. All right, you listener at home, if you haven't seen Creep, go and watch Creep. It's on Netflix. You will not regret it. It Watch Creep. Listen to our Creep episode, and then come back to this episode. And then watch Creep again, and then watch Creep two. No, we should just rename this the Creep Podcast. We talk about so much. Let's name it Creepy Old. The Creepy Swamp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, All right so Justin. Number three. Justin number, three. Uh, number three. Alien. Oh, yeah. yeah. I do love Alien a lot. 
I like it more than Aliens. I think that's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's another one where I think a lot of people like the sequel a lot more than the yeah, first one. Yeah, I haven't one. seen the second one. But I think this is the only, like, instance of that where there's a clear distinction between the people who really like Alien more than Aliens. Mm-hmm. Like, I can... I think it mostly comes down to the fact that they are two different genres for sure. Yeah. Aliens is not... I would never call a horror movie. Mm-hmm. When I was looking through Letterboxd, it listed that as horror, and I said, no. It's action. When you can start shooting up that many aliens that quickly and have that yeah. many characters survive for that long, I just can't call that horror. Like, mm-hmm. Alien is just like, the whole idea of it's way more terrifying because, yeah, you're just trapped on this ship. Yep. You f- find out along the way that, you know, not everybody's really even on your side. There's mm-hmm. a cyborg that you, like, are like, oh, like, there's just so many kind mm-hmm. of, there's surprises, but there's also a lot of, like, oh, like, well, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and, there's only, like, six or seven people on the ship, too. Well, that's another reason you know? why I really like it is such a small cast. I mm-hmm. love a movie that can have a small cast with really distinguishable characters. You know, I can even, like, look through, like, the characters. Right? I think the only thing I don't really have down is their names because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just... I haven't probably seen the movie that many times to know their names. Yeah, yeah it's like sure. Ripley and Ash are the only two that I remember. Yeah. yeah, Ripley and Ash, and there's like, but once I start reading them, like, I can remember, like, you know, there's Dallas is in the movie, Kane, mm. who is played by John Hurt, which is uh, one of the most famous scenes in the movie, mm-hmm. which that's another one. That's like one that's just terrifying. Yeah, that's a famous scene. Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, uh, exactly. That's what it's mostly known for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I remember most of the names from Aliens. But Alien, yeah, See, just Ripley and Ash, is that it? So. I'm not, like, the biggest fan of Aliens, really. <laughs> like, every I have time a hard I... time picking a favorite, because they're two different genres, that's why. Every time I watch Aliens, I just can't get into it. Mm. I, I really can't. That is up there for one of those movies that everyone mm-hmm. really loves, and I'm just like, it's okay, but I really, I don't get into it as much as everyone else does. There's one scene in Aliens that I think is straight-up horror, and I don't know if you remember when they're, like, locked in the med bay and there's a face hugger in there. It's Ripley and the girl. Mm-hmm. And they get locked in there by, like, the, like, I can't remember it's an insurance agent or whatever. But they're in there with the face hugger. And that part, whenever I watch it, I get chills the whole sequence because it's so scary. Yeah. And then, then it's, it stops being an action movie and turns into Alien again. Mm-hmm. But it's just that really that one scene that's pure horror for me. I forgot about that part, yeah. That that's, was... that's my favorite part of Aliens because it's most <laughs> like Alien. <laughs> but, yeah. Or, uh, I mean, this, we're talking more about Aliens right now, but... Uh, Game over, man. Game, Game over. over. <laughs> Me and Dylan say that all the time. I forgot. Yeah, Bill Paxton is yeah. kind of a... See, that's another one that like, a lot of people like him, but I just think he's super obnoxious. Really? But he's, like, he's still funny to me. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like, But you just gotta imagine, like, why Why would this guy ever be here? I guess yeah. he, was, he was pretty level-headed until he realized he's actually fighting aliens. Now yeah. he's just like, nope. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, he made it into... Uh... Bill Paxton made it into a Call of Duty Zombies game, too. Did he? Yeah. <laughs> Him, and he's also, he, he made it into, like, I think the Advanced Warfare Zombies version. And so did Bruce Campbell. He made it into one, too, yeah. He plays a bad guy. Yeah. But, uh, anyway. Yeah. Dude, Alien. It's yeah. Good. It's, it's good. It's, it's like, such a good movie. It's such a, you know, it's the classic, uh slasher film Mm -hmm. you're trapped in the haunted house and they're chasing you except it's in space and i would say that makes the uh makes it a little more tense because you're like wow you really are trapped and deaths aren't cheesy you know deaths aren't cheesy at all and there's another instance just like evil dead where 
I mean, I mean, since Sigourney Weaver's, like, the biggest name, like, oh, yeah, she's gonna survive. But it is a case where you kind of wonder, you're like, because everyone is getting, like, equal screen time, mm-hmm. since most of the characters are together the whole time. But I really just like their camaraderie through it all. They all have really defined uh, characters. Mm-hmm. And you really do feel for all of them. Like, you don't really want to see any of them die. Yeah, they're just miners in space. You don't want them to, to, you don't want them to bite yeah, the bullet. exactly. Yeah. They're just trying to do some science, man. Trying to do some freaking science. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. My number three is John Carpenter's The Thing. Um, that's my favorite. My number three favorite. Um, I don't know if you guys have you guys seen The Thing. Oh, yeah. Um, I saw... So the first exposure I had was actually the PS2 video game. <laughs> the Thing? Video game? Yeah. I played it, and I was like, dang, this is really cool. Like, it's a cool concept. It'd be sweet if there was a movie. And then I found out there were movies. But the first movie I saw was actual, I think it's 2011, but it's the, the remake. it's like a remake, but it's a sequel. It's a direct sequel to, or not sequel, prequel to, uh, was it 1981? 1982, the thing. Um, and, uh, and that one I really liked a lot. Um, I had Joel Edgerton and, um, it just was really, it was authentically scary, like Antarctica film. But then I'm like, all right, so now I need... I've seen... The, the video game is a prequel, or a sequel. The 20-whatever movie was the... Prequel. Prequel. So I'm like, I need to watch the actual the thing. And I watched it, and it was incredible. And this was right about the time I started getting into, like... Like, I guess, really getting interested and stoked by practical effects. And just like, um, you know, Evil Dead or... Uh, another one with a lot of well I mean Star Wars has so many practical effects with aliens and stuff Um, the thing it blew my mind with all of the practical effects that they had going on Um, you guys have seen it I can't remember No, you guys haven't seen it there's like a scene where like there's like I can't even tell you guys without spoiling it Um, it do you know the concept of it isn't it like a body snatcher I don't know it's kind of like a skin changer isn't it Kind of. I would compare it more to, like, the symbiote, mm-hmm. but not, okay. like, the symbiote is, like, a black goo, and that's, like, the focus. Mm-hmm. That's not what this is like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you just have to watch it. I have it on Blu-ray and DVD if you guys want to borrow it. Um, it is, yeah, it, it's good. It's it's a group of um, scientists trapped in the Arctic or Antarctic or whatever. Um and they they don't even really discover the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they <clears throat> discover like a team, a different team who had discovered it, you know. And mm-hmm. so it's like they kind of see the aftermath of that, and then it's all of a sudden plaguing them. And it's because it's kind of like that, you know. Who is it? It's like it ruins your trust for everyone else in the room, type of thing. And they're trying to figure out who it is, mm-hmm. and those people start disappearing and. Um, it just has a ton of really, really interesting practical effects, and I think it's still pretty scary. Holds up. Um, it's real good. Nice. It's my third favorite horror movie. And Kurt Russell. Yeah, I guess Kurt Russell, man. He, yeah, he really is like the best part of that yeah. movie too. Hey, I can't remember the the black guy. He's from, uh, he's an actor who was in The Nice Guys. Keith David? Oh, I finally saw that. 
Yeah, Keith David. We should do a podcast on Nice Guys, by the way, because I love that movie. It's yeah. such a good movie. I don't know if I told you, but when I watched that, I wanted to just watch it again immediately after. <laughs> Did you read my letterbox? <laughs> I no. Wait, what did it say? All I said is, you want a you who <laughs> <laughs> Nice Guys is so good. Someone, okay, because... I'm going to break Shane Black sometime. Someone mentioned at one point the age of Wilford Brimley in... Uh, the thing and how he's like diabetes. he was like the same <laughs> age as like some other actor who looked way younger they were basically saying Wilford Brimley and just looked super old when he was only like 40 something or like 50 something at that point but I forgot that Wilford Brimley's in that movie because I, I, I think totally of was he an actor? I thought he was just a guy who was, talked about was, diabetes well he was in that movie <laughs> no that's what I, I mean, I've never I known the, him from anything I have the image of his of him talking about diabetes in my head so like when I watched the movie I didn't even realize I was him but that's yeah. like that's him right there he's like in that movie oh <laughs> yeah it looks a little different maybe that was before the diabetes <laughs> but we can we can move on yikes okay my diabetes. second favorite horror movie is a 2015 movie by Jeremy Solnier oh, and his yeah. Green Room. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh freaking yeah! Such a good <laughs> just movie. Whisper, just whisper. Just <laughs> whisper. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh freaking hell yeah! Oh, yeah. Green Room in here. Yeah. Green Room is so good. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen Green Room, have you seen Green Room yet? No. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> It's so uh, freaking can you, good. Can you hear his trembling? It makes me feel so good that I recommended Creep and Green Room to you guys, and it made it onto your top five list. That makes me feel real good. So good. good. They're good. So good. You're gonna love Green Room. Have you seen Green? You, I mean, you haven't seen it, but have you seen anything else by Jeremy Saulnier? Who is that? He, what, did, he did Green Room. No, well, <laughs> I, could, I could see. I could check real quick, but um, I never got to Green Room because uh, I didn't. Hear any release? I've never heard anything yeah. about it. Until. It's an A twenty four film. Well, um, it was right when A twenty four was kind of first popping up on people's radar. Chris Stuckman did a review. I saw on his channel. He did. I didn't get to watch it though. I haven't. Have I haven't watch watched it. it, but he mentioned it. I haven't seen anything else by this guy. I see that he had like a movie, um, Hold the Dark, which is this year. So I'll probably try to see that. Since mm-hmm. I'm trying to see as many 2018 movies as possible, but <laughs> I see this movie right here called Murder Party. Yeah, this looks amazing. I think yeah. that one's on Netflix. Doesn't he have another party on Netflix? I think I want to watch that. I think I saw Doesn't he have another movie that's like Blue something? Blue Ruin, and that one also I heard is good. I've only seen uh, Green Room, but I've heard I've seen the trailer for Murder Party, and it looks, yeah. it looks like awful. Like it's a fan, like a like a weird, like just a horrible short film or something mm. but i guess it has some really good parts in it so i think it looks fantastic have you even yeah. looked at like the cover art yeah oh yeah <laughs> dual wielding chainsaws oh man well tell us more about green room we all interrupted you to tell um, you how great it is but how about you tell us <laughs> how well, great it is there are nazis that's fun mm-hmm. but, um, but by patrick neo-nazis Le- not like neo- sorry not neo-nazis. like 1940 or og nazis these are Punk rock, neo Nazis. Yeah. Led by Post-punk. Patrick Stewart, who I literally didn't even know was Patrick Stewart until the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. I really? was like, it looks like him, but I was like, it, it can't like, be him. If he doesn't have a British accent, you don't know it's him. Yeah. Um, there are some insane moments of like gore, but they're not so over the top like Saw usually does. They're really subtle, but they're like super striking because mm. it's few and far between for a while, and then like it's just, it's insane. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. so good. 
and it starts off a little slow, but it goes in the end. It's just like boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. So I was I really it. sad that we never got like the big bad guy moment from Patrick Stewart because he's such a good actor, mm-hmm. and we never got like that big moment from mm-hmm. him. I think that's what made him so scary though, because mm-hmm. he's I, like I, I really he does these subtle him. things that end up like with people's like limbs half severed and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just by his command. But then he does these things like he'll be like. Get this stuff out of the hallway. It's a fire hazard. You know, it's like where from? You know. And then he, you know, he goes on stage and he's like, "Sorry, power out. You guys go home, whatever." And then he like tells people like, "Oh, pick up your garbage." <laughs> like, you know, like, like he's like, "This is a, a movement, not a party, or something mm-hmm. like that." And like he's, he really like believes in his character. No, you know? yeah, I no, I I love yeah. how it played out. Like, just like the end, I feel like he yeah. could have done a lot more than just. What just happened. commanded everything. Yeah. No, I mean he still could have commanded everything. It's just like yeah, the end. Were you expecting him to like shoot someone or to like do something? Because like at the end he just kind of didn't do much. Mm-hmm. Kind of just fell over. And I think that's I mean, for me. I just it's such a real no. movie. But don't get me wrong. I love the movie. I yeah. love the whole movie. Yeah. And I really liked. I just wish he would have had more. I understand. Yeah. yeah that makes I sense. liked the subtleties like right away in the beginning when they first get into like the venue that they're playing mm-hmm. at. There's like Nazi symbols on the background, which mm-hmm. I kind of figured they w- there would be. So I was intentionally looking for them. Mm-hmm. But if I hadn't been, I wouldn't have seen them. And I kind of like that. Yeah. It, it just looks a like nice a punk venue. Detail. Yeah. You kind of know she's like, oh, every dude is a skinhead in here. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> But the, or that you see, yeah, you see some people with tattoos or mm-hmm. straight up like swastika patches on mm-hmm. the jackets and stuff. And mm-hmm. I think like there's whoever wrote that movie, the screenwriter is incredible. Mm-hmm. Like if not the top five, he's like my probably my favorite screenwriter because that movie is so many things that are like. Have you? I don't know if you guys ever heard of uh, Chekhov's gun. It's like a story. It's like a writing method. It's like if you don't, if you put something in your story, you mention it or you see it visually, it has to come up again. So, like the Chekhov's gun is like if you say there's a gun above the fireplace, someone has to shoot that gun in the mm. in the story for it to be relevant. Otherwise, you don't have it in the story. Don't mention it. Mm-hmm. So it's like in Green Room, they do that so well. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like a. Um, they're driving in and they pass this gate mm-hmm. and there's just a gate, you know? But then at the end of the movie you see they put the sign up that says beware of dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that you would never know unless it says or even when they're saying like, Do you have a no trespass sign? He's like, No, I only have is a beware of dog sign. He's like, mm-hmm. even better and you're like oh. you know, and you mm-hmm. and it's, everything comes full circle at the end, like the couple who's like trying to escape, you know, mm-hmm. and there's like a baseball bat and like <laughs> you know it's uh it's good. You're not gonna know, Justin. Don't I tried ignoring it. everything so, you're saying because it's not. I don't know, it's not. I don't think. I mean, it's it's a spoiler, but you won't you won't know. You'll forget it by the time you're watching. I'm it, just so. sitting here eating some hell um, candy. That's but yeah, <laughs> we, have we told you the premise before? It's a rock band that plays a show at a yeah, neo Nazi uh, compound, and they get trapped basically. Yeah. 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 No, I've heard it. Yeah, it sounds oh, amazing. It's so good. It is it's amazing. So good. It's. Like, by the premise, I was like, alright, this is going to be a pretty entertaining movie. And then when we watched it, like, mm-hmm. the first instance that something big happened, I was like, whoa, whoa. we're like yeah. 20 minutes into the movie, what's yeah. going to happen for the rest? Yeah, well, like, the actors kill it. 
Did the rock band sells Anton Yelchin mm-hmm. performance of a lifetime? I think mm-hmm. nailed it. And then maybe from Arrested Development. Have you guys seen Arrested Development? Mm. She looks like like the Carmen from Spy from Kids. Spy Kids. Mm-hmm. Um, she like she's like my favorite. I think actress in a horror movie probably because yeah. she just sells her role too. She's always like on her phone and like. She sells being in a punk band and like she like holds her own being in a band full of like a van full of dudes all day mm-hmm. driving around mm-hmm. you know eating nothing and siphoning gas and you know um and the nazis like just sell their parts so well um oh man it's a freaking good movie awesome. i'm glad you guys loved movie. it so that was your number two yes okay number two. Right. so my number two is it 2017 nice it's basically one. Goonies versus it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, it's cheesy at times, but I really just love it. Like, mm-hmm. when I was probably, like, five or six years old, I watched the original, and it, that, that was the movie that, like, that was my signs. Yeah. Like, that freaked me out. And now I watch it, and it's, like, super cheesy and funny, but mm-hmm. then it was the scariest thing I could ever, yeah. ever have seen at that time. And, uh... <clears throat> yeah, this I was super excited all year for this movie. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we went together, and that was the movie that she was referencing when I was having my hands over my eyes and like peeking. Oh yeah, he was uh, <laughs> cowering the whole time. It was so funny. But I loved it. He did. He loved it. <laughs> I loved the movie. I I liked how they actually showed Georgie dying. I, I thought it was kind of cheesy <laughs> yeah. how they did it, but it was. Yep. It nice was that cheesy, we actually got but to see it was it. it was a nice entrance to the film. Hey, right? Georgie. <laughs> and uh, Bill Skarsgård Skarsgård yeah. he performed so well mm-hmm. I think he did like I love the original Tim Curry it mm-hmm. but he did his own it and it was fantastic yeah like he wasn't trying too hard to be Tim Curry mm-hmm. and he he was really trying to be his own version of it and he did so well and I liked it I think I liked it more that it was in the 80s compared to the 50s because mm-hmm. just like the technology you, you're just biased towards the 80s <laughs> what's wrong with that who isn't, <laughs> who isn't? I mean, honestly, it's we're all nodding <laughs> that was like the, kind of the my favorite aspect of that movie was that it took place in the 80s yeah. because I mean if you know like the original took place in the 50s yeah. later it was like the 80s but then they like updated it so now, so next, now it's gonna next be year when the new one comes out, like a it'll modern be uh, day. 20, modern times. Yeah, I think actually. it's like technically 2016 if they go by like every 27 years or whatever he comes if back. If they go by the rules of the book. But it'll probably be like 2019 he comes back. But I, I like that scene where like they're just walking around town and in the background you can see for movies playing there was Batman and Lethal Weapon too, Yeah, which was <laughs> awesome because, you know, those are great movies, but also... Mm-hmm. It was 1989, and that would actually make sense in those movies that yeah, we play. And I'm yeah. glad they actually, you know, they follow the rules. Mm-hmm. Like, there's new kids on the block stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it seems hilarious. Yeah. I kind of liked all that um, weird stuff in it. I think some people were thrown off, you know, from negative reviews I've read, a lot of people were thrown off by that stuff. Mm-hmm. Some of the weirder jokes, cheesier moments, the rock fight, you know, stuff like that. Well... That that's actually in the book, though. No, but no, but like the way they do just it, how they, like, especially yeah. the rock fight, the way that just gets so like the music, and yeah, everything <laughs> in the slow motion. It's just like, mm-hmm. but I'm like they're having fun, and I'm like I yeah. really like this because in the end, it's like these are a bunch of you know kids, and not your 
not your kids that you see on like I don't know PBS. Like I'm talking about like kids who like how they actually yeah. talk. They're actually like swearing. Finn Wolfhard actually talks oh, like Finn that. Wolfhard's the best Which, in this movie. Mm-hmm. You know, if I ever met a kid like that in real life, it would annoy the hell out of me. But like mm-hmm. in this movie, it's just awesome because like yeah, someone does talk like that. Finn Wolfhard, you're doing a good job. That's yeah. how that's how kids act. But. I really, I did really like that movie. Actually, mm-hmm. I think I was probably thrown off by the length of it. It was a pretty long movie, mm-hmm. given that the book is pretty long, and now that they have to split it in two parts, like I guess it makes sense. I was so long, yeah. But just for horror movies and for the concept, I was like, this is a little long, yeah. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. That became immensely popular. I did not think that movie would be as good as it was i thought it would do well just because of how many like kids were scarred from the original it because that that, that's kind of what started the like clown phobia is like that movie or something like that or Mm -hmm. killer clowns from outer space it didn't come out yet it was i think people knew it was coming out yeah or even that's how what got the movie like really rolling is because clowns were a big thing yeah what was weird is that then, like, when that trailer came out, it became, like, the most viewed trailer of all time, and that just, like, really threw me off. I'm like, this mm-hmm. movie's just gonna be another horror movie, but why you guys, why this one? Is it just because the original? I don't even think everyone had really seen it. It was on TV, so maybe a lot of people did, but people our age, we weren't really even old enough to see it when it was on TV. That aired, mm-hmm. I think, in 1990. Yeah. yeah. But I think most of us know about it from, if anyone has this experience... Do you remember going to Bob's video and there'd be yeah. that higher section and there yeah. was it sitting up there, yeah. that two V? Well, it was a technically a TV movie. Mm-hmm. It was like a. But Chris had it. Oh, did I don't yeah. remember watching it at Chris's house. I remember he used to play it just to mess just up. Just to up freak with, us uh, out, yeah. Uh, well, mess up. What am I Kurt? Or uh, Cody, Cody hated Cody. Yeah, one of them. So he would mess with his brother by yeah. playing that movie. Yeah. I just I, remember chapter I two more vividly and chapter two, like. The main guy has, like, the ugliest 80s ponytail I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. It's so, so gross. It's bad. But uh, that's my most vivid memory is being like, what the heck is this guy doing? <laughs> I, but, yeah. Yeah, I owned it. Or my mom owned it. Like, she owned every scary movie, it feels like. Mm-hmm. It was, like, every movie that I think back to. Like, yeah, yeah she had that. Uh, yeah, and I remember the first time I watched it, like, vividly. Like, sitting on my mom's bed, watching it on her TV. Uh, the Being freaked out afterwards of like the bathroom in general mm-hmm. <laughs> like trying to like make myself brave in the bathroom yeah yeah, yeah. like you you just peeing on his head well, oh my god yeah. well it's like in your face literally literally in your face, literally, literally literally in your face. <laughs> i think part two has the harder sell because to me the story it gets more goofy when it's like the second part i yeah. think yeah and mm-hmm. we'll see what they do with that part two apparently there, uh, one of the scenes that was in the book that they cut out was she supposed to sleep with all of them? Yep, there oh, was a, yeah, there was a big child orgy. Because that's how you remember it. Because all Stephen if King. you were a child, yeah. you forget that's everything. But really <laughs> shyster. I was like, well, he sneaks an orgy into all there, of his books. There was a clown Shawshank? killing everybody. How would they forget this? They don't need to have sex mm-hmm. to remember that. But part two, I remember, there's a there's a giant spider at the end, so yeah. we'll see if they do that in the end. Maybe. Like, well, the, there's a giant turtle, too. Yeah, in the giant book. space yeah. turtle. Yeah. Yeah, Which they a had a Lego mythos. turtle in the first one, yeah. but I, I don't think they'll go into all that. Maybe the spider, but I think it'll be... Not as in-depth as they do as in, in the book, but I think they'll mm-hmm. do some kind of 
like yeah. you'll see a Maybe. spider. I really or, hope you know. that they tap into the fact that Pennywise isn't actually a clown. He's an alien who takes the form of whatever is going to scare. See, I never liked that there. part of it. I liked him being like a paranormal like clown monster. Well, I like that, but also the idea that he could change into anything that he wants. Well, that's to. fine. That's like I, I that's like scary. I like him just, just being like a thing. Like he's it. Yeah. He's not Pennywise. I like him more he's more as like a yeah paranormal demon type mm-hmm. than an alien. Yeah. But you know they have my money. I'll see it. Mm-hmm. I I didn't. I mean the movie wasn't bad, mm-hmm. but I didn't get on the hype train for it. I guess like I I was unsettled in some scenes, like when the chubby kid gets stabbed. I was like, mm. what? Whoa, they're just going here. Like, <laughs> this is, like, fairly early in the movie. Like, I'm like, I wonder what the rest of this movie's gonna be like. And then when the actual it part's like, the clown for me is the least scary part of the movie. Um, but, uh, I was super insulted during that. And then the beginning scene, like, it had me, and I, was, mm-hmm. I felt like I'm like, I'm in for a great movie. And the kid getting stabbed, I was like, really unsettled. I'm like, whoa, they're going, like, straight green room with this. You know? <laughs> and then, uh, and then it just kind of never got good after that for, for me. But I, I didn't hate it. It was worth the watch. And I watched it with um, a friend who was, like, obsessed with it. She constantly was into the placebo gazebo part. <laughs> I love that, that part He says that all the yeah. time. <laughs> That's, like, her bio on every social media platform is gazebos. It's a dang gazebo. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, I just didn't. I, I, I did like it, but I, I also... It was like a three-star movie for me, maybe. So, was it wasn't no creep or green room for me, but I like that it's liked. To each his own. Just saying. Just go home knowing you're wrong. <laughs> going home knowing <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. All right, Justin, what's your number two? My number two is the 1933 film Oof. Uh, directed by James Whale. The Invisible Man. Really? Yeah. No, wow. no, seriously, this is my favorite of the Universal Horror films, yeah. which we haven't really talked about classic horror too much, but I still get a little more creeped out by black and white films than, mm-hmm. than like, newer films. There's something about the fact that, you know, they're older, you see a lot of stuff in older movies that doesn't exist anymore, and you... If you really want to know what I think, I sometimes start thinking about it, and I'm just like, man, what if that prop still exists? Oh, I bet you it's so gross. Oh, it's yeah. probably got, like, some weird must to it, touching me, sick. <laughs> yeah. I start thinking of that, and I'm yeah. like, and then it, that freaks me out. I'm like, why am I even thinking of that? <laughs> just watch the movie. Yeah. yeah, I watched The Blob recently, and I was like, oh. I wonder if they still have The Blob. <laughs> they do. Mm-hmm. No, you want They still have The Blob. They, uh, if you want to be actually right now, like, uh, they have, like, a little can, a little, like, mm-hmm. you know five ca- gallon pail mm-hmm. and that's got some of the blob in it it still exists oh they have a gosh. blob fest every year where that movie theater is located a blob fest really? yeah, we're blob going fest. to blob fest yeah <laughs> we're going and, uh, to blob i've never fest. even seen the blob and uh that's they have that steam mcqueen you gotta see the blob movie theater is uh still around today and they every year they have blob fest and he shows off the blob to everybody it's because it's still sitting in the can <laughs> so is it just like like flarp like nasty slime it's like I don't know. Uh, I don't want to touch it. <laughs> I want to touch like, it. Like, wouldn't it dry out? It's like, imagine if the symbiote was actually like Flubber, but pink. Okay. That's it. Pink Flubber symbiote. But it moves really slowly. 
But anyway, it's on to uh, the Invisible Man. They make a lot Man. of remakes, and there's another remake <laughs> that's supposed to come out in 2018. But I'm not even talking about the yeah, Invisible Man. Yeah, go. Invisible Man, go. Sorry. Yeah. No, I love, I love Universal Monster movies. They are all really just solid movies, but with a lot of them, they start kind of meshing with each other because a lot of them have the similar beats and similar characters. That's why there's a universe now. Yeah, exactly. Now there's the dark universe. Right? Yikes. We're going to get a remake of Son of Frankenstein eventually someday. Invisible Man with Johnny Depp. Which I will see if that ever happens. I'd actually be interested in that. I'd, okay. I'd be interested mm-hmm. in them remaking it, but I like the original and that's my favorite of all of them. It has a lot of humorous moments to it, but just really it's... Uh, when you watch a lot of the older ones, you're going to watch like Frankenstein and Dracula. They're going to be a lot slower than you would you know, imagine for how popular they are. Mm-hmm. Dracula doesn't even really have like a score to it, so it just gets a little... Boring. It get, yeah, it gets, there's awkward. a lot of long moments where you're just like, I, I, I don't think they realized with sound film what they could do yet. And, you know, you watch like The Mummy, it's kind of the same way. The Invisible Man, I think, is where they started getting like really good and they figured out how to do it right. They got a good actor, Claude Rains. He's one of the best actors, honestly, of all time. If you've seen Casablanca, that's like he's the he's like the police chief in that movie, and uh, he is a great actor. He's in a couple amazing movies, and I think this is like his best role because he just becomes demented, but he's also got like a sixth sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Like he murders people, and he just like laughs about it, and he's like explaining to the guy how he's gonna die before killing him. So just like a lot of great moments like that, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, and just, just crazy for 1933, right? Well, they got they got away with a lot of stuff. Because... Well, before the, even the serial killer craze, like mm-hmm. that was until like the 60s, and so mm-hmm. they were like talking about like what basically a serial killer is before it was popular. Yeah, and like I, this was before the um, the the motion picture association code or whatever the motion picture code came to be, which was just some dumb code they came up with that like basically got rid of any kind of violence or sexual stuff in movies so they everyone had to like bounce around those rules this was before that so they got away with a lot of those scenes you know a lot of the darker moments and yeah just a twisted sense of humor james whale also directed bride of frankenstein which if you watch that versus frankenstein it's a lot more humorous and to me a lot more enjoyable it's because i think he just had a taste for that of throwing in good humor with like horrific scenes and yeah there it's like that classic kind of horror it's not like the person chasing you or the you know something like you know get out where there's like social commentary to it mm-hmm. on or you know tusk where you just think about it and like oh my god this yeah. is just like there's, there's, it's all about mood it's all about you know like i said black and white movies there's just something there is a creepy vibe to them yeah this sure. one's really good and um I'll say of other universal horror movies that are really good is, well, all the first ones, so like Mummy, Frankenstein, Dracula, those are all really good too. Wolfman, but, isn't that one? Yeah, the Wolfman, which Claude Rains, he's also in that one, I forgot about mm-hmm. that, He he's in that one as well, and, uh, but there's a couple of the sequels that are pretty good too. I, my favorite series also is the Invisible Man series, because they seem to be the most solid, because... Mm-hmm. The Invisible Man Returns is great. Has Vincent Price in it, if you know who he is. He is a great actor, so he's in the sequel. There's one called The Invisible Agent, where 
the Nazis, because that's World War II was coming around by then, mm-hmm. so the Nazis are trying to develop their own Invisible Man serum. So they, America sends their own Invisible Man into the country to you know investigate and take it down and everything. So he becomes a hero in that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was pretty. I was almost the first gonna, Captain America. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> very similar. I was almost going to throw in uh, a Son of Frankenstein in here, mm-hmm. just real quick, because that's my favorite. That's my like other favorite universal horror film, but you know this one's just this one takes the cake. Okay, so he murders people, right? Like oh, that's yeah. the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I was wondering like how how is that like how is he like a monster? It's it's yeah, it's supposed to be a monster like that. And, Sounds you know, terrifying though. Like being invisible, An invisible guy killing people. Well, yeah, Can like I just for sitting here, I was going to see Justin throw just and then you just like and then you see Chloe and you're like. Whoa, why'd you skip Zack? You know? And then, and then like, you know. He, uh... Scary. They take some, they take some liberties, I think, with the original book, and I think they tried to make it seem more terrifying than it actually was. I think they just wanted to have another monster, so they mm-hmm. did The Invisible Man, and they made it more um, horrific than what the actual book is. Mm-hmm. But I think they made it better. I think, I think him as, like being driven insane he gets driven insane because that's a mm-hmm. side effect of the invisible man serum is that yeah. so was he, he like a scientist though? yeah okay. uh, but he like yeah he was just a scientist it's just basically like Dr. Jekyll yeah. and Mr. Hyde how it, like he took the serum and then yeah. he's like oh no now he's becoming evil but it's I, good yeah. it's just like it's classic I started reading the book and I got super bored yeah, that's kind of what happens with like classic texts like that I, mm-hmm. I read Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde and it's like such a slow read, a lot of yeah. old timey words, and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And it's yeah, you have a palette for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that is a great. If you're looking for at least one, I say you always have to watch at least one classic horror film. Mm-hmm. I would say that one. Well, we can move Put on. on list. Uh, my number two is Green Room. So <laughs> we've already um, talked about that one Was quite both a bit. Of our number twos. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Green Room apparently is the greatest movie of all time. Second, yeah, greatest. second, second greatest. greatest of all time. Second yeah. greatest. It's still freaking good though. I can't wait for you to watch it. I, I wouldn't mind watching it again whenever I'll you watch, watch it. it. Yeah. I'll let you know if I when I'm feeling it's so good. But I still cringe and cover my face for most of it. Oh, so. Yeah. Alright. Alright. My number one has been mentioned already. And don't peek. <laughs> human centipede. <laughs> Dang it! Four. <laughs> the human centipede <laughs> saves Christmas. I'm saving my number one spot for when that comes out. <laughs> yeah, saving it. Leave me a blank. Zach, your turn. <laughs> uh, no, my favorite, or my number one uh, horror movie is Creep, Patrick Bryce, 2014. Mm. I- so good. I, that made it to your number one spot. Number we watched one. that like a month or two ago. That blows my mind. I mean, it's, no, it's, it makes it sense because it's so like, good. So it's, so, it's so easy to watch. Mm-hmm. It's only an hour and 15 minutes. It's, it's, it's a nothing. quick watch, and then you can double feature Creep and Creep 2. Ugh, and it's yeah. just like, every scene, like, I don't have one, like, issue that pulls me out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, in a lot of horror movies, there's at least one little thing that could pull you out of the movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't really get it with Green Room either. Like, I wasn't ever pulled out of the story or pulled out yep. of, like, the universe that the movie's happening in. Yeah. And just everything about Creep is so You're good. stuck in it until it's over. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Like, even though it's slow, like, once you start to notice that Joseph is lying, you're like, 
now I have to watch every little detail because I don't know what he's going to be lying about next or what he's going to do next. Like, it's just... It's is so his good. name really Joseph? Well, no, because yeah, he changes. <laughs> you don't know. Who <laughs> Well, I think it is because his sister calls him Joseph, doesn't it? Doesn't but she? is there really a sister? Someone's on the phone. <laughs> I still want to know all about that. I mentioned that during the day <laughs> we did the podcast, but that still bothers me. I want to know what that was all about. I want a Creep 3 to explain everything. Okay, we got to make a pact, though. When Creep 3 comes out, we got to watch it together. Yes. Blood pack. Absolutely. Sure. Where's right. the knife? All right, Chloe <laughs> pulled out a razor blade. And she's cutting. She's cutting her hands. Everyone cut your, Cut the person to your left. <laughs> Sorry, I, I cut my whole right. hand off. Wait, of we're all just dripping it into a bowl that Chloe's holding. Right. So we're we're drawing the pentagram. All right, we're setting the bowl aside while we finish the podcast. We'll finish that later. Awesome. Yeah, man. Creep. Oh, so good. Again, audience, if you haven't watched Creep or Green Room. <laughs> Go watch them, please. Pause this right now. Please. Go watch them and come back. For us. For every person who watches Creep. For all that is good in life. (laughs) For for every person who watches Creep, a baby is born. Ah, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Probably just, there is just kids born anyway, but... For every every kid, there is. There's a better kid born for every time you watch Creep, I'll say. Um, Who knows? All right, Zach. Mine was also mentioned already. It was it was Tusk. Tusk is your Tusk number, is one? Is number one. Holy crap! I can't believe Tusk is your like, <laughs> yeah. favorite. Like, I that's love awesome. it. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah, that makes me so happy. That's so yeah. freaky. That's this, right. Just the ending movies. freaks me yeah, out. Yeah, because he just like accepts yeah, it. Yeah, I, I forgot. We haven't really ever talked about the ending, but just yeah, just mm-hmm. that's just that's him though. That's he just, just accepts it, and he looks so sad. We talked about it a teeny tiny bit when it was my last movie on Earth, but. We there's, should do a whole test. Podcast. It's like there's a sure. part of it where he's just like he's it's got a single tear, and it's like maybe he thinks, maybe he doesn't you know actually want to stay as the walrus, but he mm-hmm. looks at the one thing he had like his girlfriend in his life, and mm-hmm. you know he just looks at how she's happier now, and he's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm going to stay the walrus. Yeah. <laughs> like, he chooses the fish. It's the creepiest and then thing. He like goes back into his doghouse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's what's the creepiest moment in the movie for you? That 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 ending? freaks me out because he just accepts being a walrus after that. There's it's this is it's kind of two for me but like don't you know when you finally get a good look at the skin and you realize there's like faces and everything oh, on them, like, that that, too. screw that but mm, like when he goes in the water for the first time and then you look down yeah, and you see all those other skeletons he's like yeah. tried this before yeah like, the best part he puts on a suit yeah I was yeah. gonna say that <laughs> he puts on a suit I'm like oh man he's got another one best yeah. use mm-hmm. of. Fleetwood Mac ever. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Like, well, Better than an actual Fleetwood Mac concert. <laughs> well, yeah, you should come out in a Tusk costume. Like, it, it, it's only, yeah. I, I don't know why watching that movie I didn't think that that was going to happen, mm-hmm. but when they started playing, you know, the and I was like, oh, of course. Like, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. That is a great scene. I'm so glad we watched that together. I know. It's like, oh. I'm glad we watched him insane. Oh, yeah. (laughs) In his basement, that's the only movie I've ever watched at his house. I've watched it. And, like, oh, man. I gotta show it to Becca. Yeah. Yeah. Tusk. So good. Kevin Smith. Amazing movie. First Kevin Smith movie ever watched. Yeah. And I've only seen two, so. Bad Clerks, right? Bad Clerks. I did see uh, the. Whatever and Mindy make a porno. Oh, Zach and movie? Miri make a porno. Yeah, I love that, that one. movie. That's that one just came on Netflix, so I'll probably have to watch that one. It, that one doesn't feel like a Kevin Smith movie to me. But I like Seth Rogen. Yeah, but it's pretty much. And then since I know it's Kevin Smith, it's the only reason I'm gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. 
All right, Justin, what's your number one? Okay, my number one is the incredibly strange creatures who stopped living and became mixed-up zombies. <laughs> is really? that a real movie? Is that what is called? Well, it's not, I, that's not my number one, but that oh. is a real movie. Oh, okay. That's actually the title. <laughs> that's like considered the longest title ever for a movie, is that. But Really? Yeah. Dang. Incredibly strange creatures who stopped living and became mixed-up zombies. Wow. Yeah, okay. that's real I movie. guess because it's not like a subtitle or like a colon one title. It's just one straight title. No, my, my favorite, um, let me get through this candy first, but 1982, Toby Hooper, Poltergeist. Okay. That's my favorite. Also, I haven't seen that. That's like a Steven Spielberg produced um, film that I like. I do consider more horror than like Gremlins. Mm-hmm. With Gremlins, it's like there's more sweetheart moments to it, more charming, more like oh. But mm-hmm. Poltergeist, for the most part, freaks me out. Like everything about that movie just like freaks me out, mm-hmm. and it's got everything that I love about movies because you know it takes place in the eighties, has mm-hmm. classic effects and many different forms of like effects it's got just really wacky out of nowhere scenes like the guy peeling his face off have you seen poltergeist have you not seen it you really should see it but you know like for instance family guy did a great episode on (laughs) poltergeist you've probably seen that because you know he peels his face off and it ends up just being king of the hill but (laughs) (laughs) yeah seriously propane yeah and then um I like the fact that, you know, it's a comment on, you know, watching too much television, really, you know, and that mm-hmm. became a big thing in the 80s, so it kind of comments on that, but I like the little, uh, the, uh, I guess, what would you call them, the person who tries to get the ghost out of the house, uh, whoever plays her, though, I've always, like, liked that role, whoever they hired to do that, you know, was an interesting choice, because, you know, she's got, like, she doesn't have your traditional voice, and she's also, like, a little person and everything, so that just was, like, a little different for the 1980s yeah. to have her in a role where she wasn't just there for being a little person. So I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of those movies where I, I, I would say it has a fourth act where it just, like, you think it's over. It's, like, it's really not, and it's, like, really freaks you out. Yeah. There are real corpses in this movie. They use real skeletons because they said it was cheaper than the plastic ones. <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> yep. They just dug up some graves. Yeah, so... Dead yeah. people in a movie. They probably got donations from college or something. Yeah. I would donate my skeleton. And, um... <laughs> and then there... Yeah, there's, like, a lot of moments where... You, uh, there's one thing in the movie that, you know, it builds up throughout Mm -hmm. the whole movie, like, oh, is that really anything? (laughs) You don't find out till the end that, oh, it was something, and you you get, it just Mm -hmm. freaks you out. Still makes me jump every time that, uh, ending scene happens. I, I, if you know what I'm talking, have you seen it? I haven't seen it, You haven't seen it either? Nope. Oh my god. You're all talking about I'm writing down, like, I'm writing down spoilers, but I'm also like, okay, I need to borrow this one, and this one, and this (laughs) one, and this one. So this is honestly, like... This might be one of the first horror movies I saw because I just mm-hmm. figured, oh, I'll, I'll start easy with like something that Steven Spielberg was involved in, but it wasn't. It was still freaky, but yeah. I really loved it. And that's what really got me in the horror films. But it's still one of my favorites. Yeah, of course, it's about child abduction, so that like freaks me out too. Mm-hmm. And so you've got a type. Yeah, exactly. Child, child abduction <laughs> movies are the most freaky out there, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of you know, there's a whole like science to everything about it mm-hmm. too not, not like that's solidified I'm sure there's a bunch of plot holes in it but who directed it? Uh, Toby Hooper so Toby he, Hooper did okay he directed um, in Texas Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. and this isn't as like scary I would say as Texas Chainsaw mm-hmm. 
a lot of people debate if Toby Hoover really directed it since Steven Spielberg was on like set every day mm. and a lot of people say it's more like a Steven Spielberg film but you know watching it yeah there's moments like that but mm-hmm. I'm sorry it's just too it's got too many freaky moments to be a Spielberg film he wouldn't have gone that far yeah well, watch Gremlins and that's more of something yeah. like Spielberg yeah. would be behind yeah. and uh yeah I don't know Poltergeist Every time I watch it, I, I I get jacked every time. They had it in theaters last year mm-hmm. at Cinema, and I went there, like, of course, and I was like, it's still just as good. <laughs> I was going to try. I remember when I was in Cinema, and I really wanted to, but... Poltergeist always seems like the movie that, like, older people are always like, yeah, I saw that when I was a kid, and it, like, freaked me out. Yeah. Like, Did that- they remake it? There's a 2015 remake of it. I've never seen it. Okay. I've seen the other, uh, there's two sequels I've seen. Mm -hmm. And the second one's okay because it brings back the original cast. And the third one is, is pretty bad. It's like not, it's not, it's pretty unwatchable. Mm -hmm. And, uh, unwatchable. Yeah. It's It's just not, it's just not good. The second one's a little better because I got like kind of a creepy villain in it, but Mm -hmm. Remake I've never seen. I kind of want to just because Sam Rockwell's in it, and that is oh, the yeah. only reason I'd yep. see it. Because see Sam, Sam Rockwell, <laughs> only reason I would see it. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I've never gotten to it. This is like a little side thing. Have you seen Moon? I haven't, but he's in that too. Isn't yeah, he? yeah, he's the main guy. So it's good. You guys, watch. I do Moon. like. I just yeah, I love Sam Rockwell, but those are two that I've never seen Moon. I should have because that's it's like good. it one should be still on Netflix. Yeah, as one of my, it probably won't be in my top ten, but one of my favorite soundtracks. Or scores, I guess. Uh, my number one is a movie that we have also mentioned, Evil Dead 2. Um, shocker. Shocker. <laughs> it's my second favorite movie of all time. but So that's pretty much why it's at the top of the list. For scariest, it's not scariest. Mm-hmm. It would have been Green Room by far. But um, no, I just because it is still, I consider it horror, even though it is so weird and like foolhardy, I guess. So <laughs> like. Um, yeah, odd, but good. There are some parts that I think if I was living in the 80s, I would be off. I would experience this movie as being, like, terrified, but then, like, laughing, and then scared again, and then laughing, and then scared again. Um, just because, I don't know. I so badly wish I was in the 80s just to watch it. But, um, yeah, I love Bruce Campbell as Ash, and I love, I love that it is, like, a weird quasi-sequel remake of the first one, that it is... Instead of, like, a group of friends going to the cabin, it's just, like, a couple. Yeah. And then it turns into, like, a group of people. So, like, it's just Ash. He gets tortured for a long time before you get introduced to other characters, and now all of a sudden Ash has people to save. Like, he goes from being just your average dude to, like, having life experience fighting deadites or whatever. And then, oh, now he has, like people to save yeah he's got like you know now all of a sudden he has a responsibility to fight the evil dead you know um and then he yeah just has the best the coolest montages ever um and uh yeah I just I'm on an evil dead kick guys I've been on an <laughs> evil dead kick for a while I just finished season 2 of Ash vs. Evil Dead so good um and uh, I'm planning on going as Ash Williams for Halloween this year <laughs> uh yeah, I can't talk enough about it. I love it so much. It's Evil Dead Two is the only movie I've ever like authentically been like, man, is this my favorite movie? Is this actually gonna push out Back to the Future? I hasn't yet, 
But I've watched that movie five times this year, and I'm going to watch it some more. <laughs> it almost sounds like a threat. Like, I'm going to do yeah. it. Yeah, watch me. <laughs> watch me watch it again. Uh, but man, yeah, there's nothing I don't like about it. It's so freaking good. Um, do you guys have any like honorable mentions? We won't go crazy, but just anything that oh. you're like, man, this almost yeah. made it. Um, I do. Mother we talked about. Um, Mother is one of my favorite movies for sure, but it's... Yeah. We're not sure if it's like a psychological thriller or yeah. I think it is. It does horrify people, so I think mm-hmm. it does qualify itself as a horror film. Mm-hmm. But for the spirit of horror, I left it out. Yeah, Same. I didn't count it as horror. Yeah. I, it's not like a Halloween esque. I um, feel like it's much more of a true psychological thriller because yeah. like there is there are a few scenes that you could consider horror, but yep. not enough to be like. Yep. I, I have two honorable mentions. Uh, one being Tuck and Dale versus Evil. <laughs> Such a good movie. That was a great movie. <laughs> it's just it it just uh, flops or flip flops the whole mm-hmm. teens going into the woods and then murders there. Cause... That made me question every horror movie right? I've ever seen. It. I'm like, yeah. wait, was I just wrong this whole time? Yeah. It was like yeah. just an. Well, I haven't seen it. Like, I haven't the, seen like it. the things you don't Is that see. Netflix? Like... Yeah. Okay, I should watch that. It's on Netflix. It, it's just such a good movie. It has Alan Tudyk. Uh, my other one is Christine. I I've loved that movie since I, I was a kid. Is... That was one of the few horror movies that I've mm-hmm. loved since I was a kid. Do you do you know anything I don't know about what that it? is no. Uh, it's a killer car. Oh. <laughs> it's basically a possessed car. Cool. I think it's a Stephen King. They do that with season two of yeah. Ash versus Evil Dead. <laughs> um, yeah, they did. Um, yeah, this one car. Uh, is in like in the in the first scene, I guess it's getting built, and like all the other cars are white, but this one like is red. Oh, and it's, yeah, it's red never a good red. sign. Yeah. <laughs> and like bad to the bone is playing yeah. while while it's happening. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, this kid buys it at like a junkyard or something, mm-hmm. and then he just like becomes obsessed with it, uh, restores it, and like he only wants to like spend time with his car. Wow. And yeah, it. Lord of the Rings. And, like, if anyone, like, tries to keep him away from the car, like, tells him, like, dude, you gotta, you gotta stop. Yeah. Uh, the car, like, will kill them. <laughs> wow. So, it's, like, really cheesy premise, but it's a really fun movie. Yeah. It sounds like it's up your alley. <laughs> Do you have any honorable mentions, Justin? Something you want to throw in there? Here, I'm, I'm just looking at, like, different horror movies again. Mm-hmm. Um... Because I, d- I did make, like, a top ten, though. So, technically, I got some other ones here. I'll look quick. But, as I mentioned, some of the universal horror films, you know, all the original mm-hmm. starters of the franchises. And a particular favorite of mine is Son of Frankenstein. It's a great, mm-hmm. probably the best of all the Frankensteins, and probably just under Invisible Man for mm-hmm. favorite universal stuff. I kept mentioning Gremlins, but, you know, I don't super consider that horror but i guess since it did scare me as a kid that is one movie i did watch as a kid that freaked me out mm-hmm. then watching it now i just kind of laugh so yeah. i don't really consider it too much and uh you know like uh halloween nightmare on elm street jaws and you know i saw this recently but texas chainsaw massacre i think mm-hmm. are all really good uh zombie land which yeah it's more comedy too. same with like Shaun of the dead but zombie land i consider more, you know, freaky because they actually tried to make the zombies scary. Yeah. Whereas Shaun mm-hmm. the Dead kind of made them 
more for laughs, except for yeah. the third act, which, yeah. yeah. by the way, I did see Shaun of the Dead as a kid, too, and <laughs> the third act was like, whoa, it kind of pushed it over the edge, like, yeah. it actually, like, that actually disturbed me a lot, kept mm-hmm. me up at night, <laughs> when it's, like, watching it now, it's like, well, it's meant to be funny, mm-hmm. and then, um, I saw both of these recently, too, so I didn't feel like they should be up there, but I really liked Night of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. and I almost liked this one more, was... Return of the Living Dead. Really? Which I, I think I might have liked more because I don't know. I more just than had Dawn a, of the Dead? Uh more than uh Night of the Living Dead. Uh, I don't both know, of those I more still than Dawn of the Dead. I haven't seen Dawn of the Dead, okay. by the way. It's hard to find. It is it's hard to find. It's not on pretty much any streaming service. It's not on streaming service. There's a whole yeah. if you want to talk about Dawn of the Dead sometime, there's a whole rights issue right mm-hmm. now. So basically it's kinda of hard to get. Which is weird because it was remade. Yeah. Well the, and it's <laughs> I've funny. never seen any of them. I did. The, I just did a video talking about all the different sequels there are, mm-hmm. and I said it's weird that Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, and Day of the Dead, which are kind of part of the same series, same director, mm-hmm. all had the, a remake done in like chronological order. So there was a Night of the Living Dead in 1990, there was a Dawn of the Dead in 2004, a Day of the Dead in 2008. But all of them have nothing to do with one another, but they've yeah. remade every single one. And they all have, like, sequels of their own. Yeah, they it's all like got spun off Donald their own the Dead 2 and Donald the Dead 3. Yeah. Night of the Living Dead 2 and Night of the Living Dead 3. It's weird. And, uh, so I've never seen... I had Donald the Dead on VHS, but like I said, I just didn't really want to watch it on VHS. Yeah. You said you would, so we should still do that. Oh, yeah, man. I've never, I would love to see it on VHS. That's, like, a treasure. But Return of the Living Dead, I think I enjoyed about it was that it took... Night of the Living Dead one step further and I thought the characters were just a lot more goofy and fun yeah. maybe it's just because of the 80s movie but the mm-hmm. zombies are like more terrifying in that because they don't yeah. really die like you gotta mm-hmm. you try to destroy them and even if you burn them it doesn't really do anything because it just makes more of them yeah and they're like smart in that movie they like call the cops and they're like bring more cops and then yeah. they, they eat more and yeah. I'm like god they're it's smart it's weird. God, they're smart <laughs> um, yeah they're good uh, Dawn of the Dead and Night of the Living Dead are on my top twenty-five. Um, I don't, I know, I don't know which one. I think I enjoy Dawn of the Dead more, but I like the idea of Night of the Living Dead more. Um, I also have Cube. You guys ever heard of Cube? I've heard of it. I haven't seen it's it. It's really weirdly good. It's is that it like the blob? No. Uh, it's uh, it's kind of like torture <clears throat> porn, I guess, but like nice. I don't know. It's a different point. type of like people trapped in a house. Instead, it's like they're trapped in like this gigantic cube. Cube, but it's like it's like imagine a Rubik's cube that's like miles long and miles tall, and there's like millions so of like different a, rooms. So it's like a maze. In a way, yeah. Every room is like a different color, and some of them are safe, and some of them have traps. Like they're sound activated or motion activated, or like density uh, density activated, or whatever, and like. Yeah, people get sliced up, or some are just, like, heat, and, like, there's, like, this weird thing with, like, shoes and stuff that are involved, and, like, there's one kid who, he has some sort of a mental disorder, but he's really smart, and, like... So he's, like, autistic? Uh, I, I don't want to say, because I don't know, but, um, it's really interesting. It's really scary, um, but it's just kind of, like, you don't know why they're there, who's put them there, and just mm-hmm. them trying to figure out, but trying to get along, too. Um, and then I like Krampus on and I have the blob on my list. Super Dark Times is still one. That's still on my list on It's Netflix. shorty on Netflix to watch. About a bunch of kids just being dumb. They look like people. I know, I think I told you guys about That's that. That's not on, on my there list. Anymore. It's not oh, on it's there not? One of them, it's either 
I saw that Super one? Dark Times a couple days ago. Okay, so it's that okay. one. That's not you on did. There. Oh, you saw it on there, but you haven't seen it. Seen it? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was on my list until yeah. I got taken. They're both out. good. Super Dark Times. I think I liked. I don't know which one I liked more. I like the idea of Super Dark Times more, but mm-hmm. I did think that they looked like people was way scarier. Okay. Um, the Fly. Yeah, the fly that one's on my list. I do have The Witch on here <laughs> because of how much it freaks me out, even though I never watch it again. It's honorably on here. Mm-hmm. You gotta watch um, it together. Nope. Won't do it, man. <laughs> if you survive the Dead End Hayride... No! No! <laughs> there's, there's no way the Dead End Hayride is scarier than The Witch. If I keep them from touching yeah. you, will you watch The Witch with me? Just, no, I will honor you, but I will <laughs> not watch it with you. It doesn't count. Um, Cabin in the Woods. Oh, that's that on my list, too. Really I was going to mention that. Is, I enjoy that movie so oh, it's much. So what, was it only me, or did it feel like to you guys that it was also, like... The mystery gang in a cabin. I don't. I, like for the, me, it was like because there's like definitely a Shaggy. Well, yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah, he did look like Shaggy, didn't he? There's like definitely a Fred. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I guess. Yeah, I noticed he looked like Shaggy. I just thought, I'm like, okay, this is identical to every other like horror movie ever, mm-hmm. you know. And then that and ends it, up being the whole mm-hmm. point, you know. Yeah. But, uh, and it's super, you know, even has, like, some Evil Dead stuff in it, which I like. Yeah. It's just a good movie. It's funny, mm. you know. Yeah, it was a lot funnier himself, Which is the best part of the movie, I think. Um, Evil Dead, the original of the Evil Dead. Saw on here. Cloverfield. We've talked mm. a lot about that in here. It's one of my favorites. And Aliens and Get Out. It Follows. We didn't talk a whole lot about that one. It's really good. I mm. like that one quite a bit. I still haven't Is that, like, a monster it. movie? Not a monster. It's it's a cross between monster and paranormal. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd say more paranormal. But okay. just watch it. So it's like smoke monster. Just watch it. Eh, just watch it. <laughs> just watch it. Yeah, just watch it. Um, and then the other two, which I'm surprised. I don't know if we'd mentioned The Shining yet. No. That's on my. Shining list. was like my number seven. I've never seen it's The my Shining. My number nine. Oh, it's good. You've never seen The Shining. I think we I go have over it. this. I have it, I think, on DVD. You've never seen The Shining? It's on Netflix. We're it's watching really it good. It's so good. This, is, so this is probably the number one movie that I wish I had seen in theaters. Yeah. Like, if I could go yeah. back in time and see one movie, it would be The Shining. Really, man? It would be Star one. Wars. That's your opinion. Evil Dead 2, man. <laughs> I would see that in a theater. Uh, just because it's so outrageous. Out of any movie ever, that's the one You'd be, I'd like, pick. the only one in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> just yelling the whole time. <laughs> Groovy comes on. Groovy! <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Psycho is my last uh, mentions on there. Yeah. But, uh, well, do you guys send your own mentions, right? I, I'm going to save a couple more. I have a couple that are, like, doubled up, like It, Cabin in the Woods, mm-hmm. um, The Shining, and I also have The Descent, which I mm. think is horribly underrated. Yeah. Uh, the cinematography in that movie is freaking amazing. I don't have claustrophobia and I was claustrophobic the whole freaking movie just cause the sets are so well made like yeah. you can't even really tell their sets mm-hmm. they actually look like they're in a cave and like the light sources come from realistic places and like oh, it's mm-hmm. just it's amazing it's a good well made movie oh so well made yeah. like you could tell that the director was his heart was in it and like the story was good I, I loved it mm-hmm. I loved everything about it and then I had um the Babadook and Hush on there too. Hush, that made your top. Uh, I love there. Hush. 
I ignore the cheesy parts. Mm-hmm. I like the whole premise of it. Like, I like. I think it's a cool idea. Someone deaf being. It was a cool idea. Stalked around and trying to get out. It just surprised me that as many horror as many horror movies have you seen that Hush made it that far up there. See, I think Hush is a lot better than a lot of horror movies. It is. I guess I just didn't think because I was like, yeah, I don't know. I was impressed by it, but at the same Mm -hmm. time, I never thought it would be on someone's top list. I never watched it. Yeah, it's it's worth it. I'd say. Yeah, it's a fun watch. Yes. Well, um, that concludes the uh, theme portion of this episode, mm-hmm. and we decided to shake things up, and we're going to end episodes, or at least we're going to try it out, we're going to end episodes with our last movie on Earth. So if you remember this game, um, basically we go around the table, and we try and get everyone to guess the last movie that we saw, um, and if you guess it right, you get a point, um, if nobody guesses it, you get two points, so and there's some mm-hmm. hints and stuff along the way if no one is getting it, but does anyone have their last movie on Earth prepared? I do. I do. <clears throat> I do, I do, I do. Would you like to kick it off, Chloe? Go sure. Same. Okay, so, in need of cash to help her sick brother, a young woman agrees to take part in a lethal winner-takes-all parlor game hosted by a sadistic millionaire. Wait, say it again. <laughs> In need of cash to help her sick brother, a young woman agrees to take part in a lethal winner-takes-all parlor game hosted by a sadistic millionaire. Because it sounds like the most dangerous game that I've known. But it's not that... It's one of those movies that was, like, based on it. I'm just trying to think, which one is it? I'm trying to think. Hopelessly lost. (laughs) What's, What's the year... Uh, 2013. It's one of those weird Chloe scary movies that I've never heard <laughs> I was of. trying to make it not super obscure. It's been on Netflix for like a 2013. Hmm. Do you want the director? Yeah. Sure. Give us, hit us with the director. David Guy Levy. He sounds familiar. <laughs> but I don't know what. That sounds familiar. That's not enough for me. <laughs> Mm. Who's the main actor? <laughs> um, Paul, oh, come on. I don't know if Netflix puts the first... Oh, it does. Uh, Brittany Snow. Oh, well. Ooh. What else is she in? Oh, shoot. Oh, man. For a million... A millionaire plays a sadistic game. Help sister. Man, I don't know. You said 2013? I don't know, man. Oh, Letterboxd says 2012. Well, that, okay. oh, you know what, 2012, now, now I remember. <laughs> no, it's, it's like, I just, I don't know. Hunger Games. Close. <laughs> uh, that was a joke, that was Hunger, <laughs> <laughs> Hunger Pains. <laughs> That's my guess. It's on Netflix. Isn't the game on Netflix? It's not. I don't know what the game is. Yeah, that was my guess, I guess. Okay. So, you guess? That was the guess, I guess, I guess. <laughs> I guess. It is Would You Rather. Oh, no. Never heard of that. Really? Yeah. Mm. Sounds interesting, though. Well, I like Sadistic Millionaires. So watch it's this. actually pretty interesting. That's what I would be one day. Now watch this. This is, this is not trying to be obscure, because everyone's going to get it. A cop is so successful in his crime-fighting endeavors that he is making the rest of the department look bad. 
Uh, as a consequence, he's reassigned to a small town known for... Hot, hot fuzz! Oh! Uh, <laughs> Dang it! See? Dang it! Uh, I was waiting to be Robocop or Hot Fuzz. I was <laughs> and as soon as I saw the... Small, come on, Justin's mouth, I knew I was over. <laughs> small town. Yeah, small town. <laughs> hot Fuzz was my last movie. I should have yelled out Robocop. The fact of the matter is you're making us all look bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Hot Fuzz is so good. Have you ever uh, seen it before? Not in its entirety. Mm. I've good, always man. like ended up watching the beginning and never finishing it. And this time I finished it, and I really, really liked it. It's good. I just love like how fast paced and like just self aware it is. Just imagine if Edgar Wright directed Ant Man. Just think about <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Love me, love me, say that you love me, fool me, fool me. Go on, fool. Yeah, it was good. Right. I just loved how subtle where it was. As All right, Justin, little right. lantern. You know what? And I, here's the thing: I want to say the character's name because just because I'm saying the character's name, it's gonna still be difficult to guess the movie. Great. So I'm not the only obscure one. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, is, it, is it from like the 1930s? It's 1983. I'll just say that because okay. I think it's gonna be tough for you guys. But 1983. <laughs> James Bond returns as the <laughs> no. secret agent 007 one more time to battle the evil organization Spectre. Bond must defeat Largo, who has stolen two atomic warheads for nuclear blackmail. But Bond has an ally in Largo's girlfriend, the willowy Domino, who falls for Bond and seeks revenge. This is the last time for Sean Connery as Her Majesty's secret agent 007. I'm going to like literally give you all that. Because mm. I already know like all the Double Seven movies, a lot of titles, and There's it's gonna be kind of it's gonna be kind of tough. Goldfinger. It's not Goldfinger. Okay. <laughs> That's the only one I know. So it's not Goldfinger. <laughs> I'm just gonna. It's like it. sixty left. <laughs> yeah, Wait. Right. I don't have a guess anymore, but read it again. Uh, well, I mean, I could. It's I so mean, long. James Bond returns the secret agent Double Seven. It's exact same as all those movies. Battle the evil organization. <laughs> nothing Spectre. different. But this time he has to defeat Largo, who has stolen two atomic warheads. This is the last time Sean Connery played Double O Seven, made outside of the traditional broccoli production environment due to separate rights having been obtained. Blah 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 blah. There's a whole story there. Okay. But man, I'll just even give you more. Man, this is this is directed by Irving Kirshner. He came back after years of not playing Bond. He was coming back, and he played him one more time. It wasn't by the people who were always doing James Bond, because there was some rights issue with this specific book and with mm-hmm. the you know the, the Spectre group, with Blofeld's group that didn't get yeah. figured out until they made uh, the new one in 2015 when they finally got you know the Spectre thing back. So. I'm giving you a lot because, like, there are just so many titles I already knew you were getting screwed. Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'm going to say it, and if it's not right, and Zach guesses it's not right, don't tell us because I want to keep guessing. Okay. I want. I know a small handful of the Sean Connery ones, mm-hmm. and I just want to get until I get it, but um, I just can't remember the exact title. Is it uh, Under Her Majesty's Secret Service? There's on Her Majesty's Series. On Her Majesty's Series. But, that's not but it's it, not it? that one. Okay. In fact, Sean Connery's not in that one. That's not that Sean Connery? That is the one that has, and if I can remember his I name. I sworn that Sean Connery. On Her Majesty. That's the one where it was a one-timer. He did it one time. It's I'm He looks it. like Sean Connery. It was George Lazenby. He was a model 
and he replaced Sean Connery for that one movie. And then the next movie, Ooh. Sean Connery came back, and then uh, that was the last time Sean Connery played Double Seven until twelve years later when he came back for the movie I just watched. Mm-hmm. So, and then he was replaced by you know uh, the other guy who was. Um, God, I can't remember Roger Moore, which mm. he's my favorite Bond, but I think a lot of people will agree. <laughs> I only remember one James Bond title from like the older ones. I've never watched any of them. Octopussy. I know that was my next <laughs> guess. It's the only time we'll be able to say that on the show. So, like I said, with the um, 007 franchise, see that box that I have? Those are all the ones done by Elon, which is the company that owned the rights, except. For a while, like I said, a couple of the books went... There was a whole rights issue, but basically this this other studio, Orion Pictures, made this one James Bond movie, which I watched. It's not Octopussy, but Octopussy came out the exact same year as this one. It was competing against so it. So I get a hat. What? Yeah, one, I'll give you a hat. What? <laughs> Whatever. Well, this is garbage. Well, it's, it came out the same year. It is a James Bond movie. Ah, okay. it, it's because... and. <laughs> like, Roger Moore was playing him by then already, but the same year they also promoted a Sean Connery, uh, James Bond movie, so it made a lot of money just because mm-hmm. Sean Connery was back after 12 years, mm-hmm. but it had nothing to do with the other continuity, and when we're talking about the other continuity, there's not really a continuity there anyway, Yeah. <laughs> so, do you have any other guesses, like different movies that have come There's up? one with the word Thunder in the title, is it Thunderball? There's or Thunderball, thund- that's not that It's not Thunderball. That's the fourth <laughs> Thunder Sean Connery one, yeah. Um... I don't know any other. I'm trying to uh, the ones I know the best. I'm trying to separate the Pierce Brosnan ones because there's even some title relapses with him. Um, ah, I can't remember. It's gonna be pretty tough because this is just not part of the original series. It's it, the title of right. Yeah. Do you I want give to guess? I give it's, up. And I, I can only think of the Pierce Brosnan ones right now. Because there's also, like, well, you said Goldfinger, Chloe, and there's also, like, From Russia with Love. The yeah, first one was Doctor No. Doctor No, um, yeah. That was even... You Only Live Twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the last one he was in was Diamonds Are Forever. And then there was 12 Year Gap. Irving Kirshner directed a, a film called Never Say Never Again. Which referenced the fact that Sean Connery said, I will never again play James yeah. Bond. And they made a movie called Never Say Never Again. We play James Bond. It's actually sitting right over there on top of my PS4. But you wouldn't guess it because that is a uh, French import <laughs> that I had Yeah, to get this is Malore. Because the Blu-ray in America, the American release, costs 100 bucks right now because it went out of print. But that wow. version costs a lot less. Yeah. And um, hmm. I watched all the James Bond movies couple summers ago so I've seen every one of them I have the titles down pretty well because there's just so many yeah and there's a couple I really do like the Daniel Craig ones probably the most yeah they're good and like I said Roger Moore is my favorite pawn though just because he's mm-hmm. so goofy his movies are like he's the one who's an octopussy he's in uh, Live and Let Die which has the Paul McCartney song he's the one that also <laughs> did like <laughs> that movie's ridiculous by the way too he's in the one with uh, Christopher Walken as, as a villain mm-hmm. and um a view to a kill. I think it's that one. And, uh, but, yeah, Sean Connery's not really my favorite Bond, and this isn't even close to being one of my favorite Bond movies. There's a lot of, uh, because video games are a big thing, so there's a lot of video game stuff, weirdly enough. There's a whole scene where they're playing a game, him and the villain are, and it's just like a video game. 
<laughs> where it like shocks you if you start losing. It's really weird. It's I'm not a big fan of it, but it's directed well because of this Irvin Kershner who did mm-hmm. Empire Strikes Back. This was the first movie he did after Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. Wow. James Bond. We, I, we should if we ever watch all the James Bond films, I would totally be up for a James Bond yeah. episode. But I'd like to do an episode. Yeah, James Bond or all of the you know kaiju movies. You know. Mm-hmm. At least leading up to the new Godzilla movie or something, but... Well, good job, Justin. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll pick something easier next. I got no, a half, no, that's good. I got a half point. Um, Alright. I love haggling for points. <laughs> Freaking point haggler. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, point haggler. Alright, so... Here's a movie. In the grim Alaskan winter, a naturalist hunts for wolves blamed for killing a local boy, but he soon finds himself swept into a chilling mystery. What? Again? Can we say it again? In the grim Alaskan winter, a naturalist hunts for wolves blamed for killing a local boy, but he soon finds himself swept into a chilling mystery. What year? Just one year? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 2018. The Revenant. No. Oh. That was 2016 or 15. Really? Probably. 2016. Oh. I think 2015. I don't even know what. It's, it's been a minute. It's the only woodsy thing I could think of. It is, it is woodsy. Woodsy. I don't know. I don't think it's Alaska, though. Who's the top Klondike is more like lower kingdom. Um, Jeffrey Wright. Top-built actor. We were just talking about it. We were just talking about nope. it. It's not it's that. It's never movie. been mentioned ever. Who was the director? Jeremy Saulnier. Saulnier. What? Twenty eighteen. We, we did mention it. Oh. I was like, oh, I knew you were. Jeremy lying. Saulnier. Yeah. God. I don't remember what Three, it was called. Three, two, I, one. I'm just kidding. I literally read the name of the movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't I was like, as soon as I read said it, it, I was like, oh, I was it's like, 2018, I'll watch this. Oh, crap, I saw that movie. That's, uh... I wish I had a good memory. <laughs> I forgot what it was. It was like... throwing out some adjectives. So the middle word was kidding. the. Oh. It was an article. That <laughs> it was the. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember the title. God dang it, I'm an idiot. Oh, if I could go back to the recording and just listen to it. God. Oh. Throw out some uh, suggestions. Yeah. Ruin the night. Nope. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I like where you're going with it. Though. Uh, it's very. It's a mix of two other films that this guy did. <laughs> but uh, Zach, you have the most suspicious look on your face. I'm just trying to think of words to put together to make up a title. <laughs> it's been a while since I got points. I feel like for a movie that you guys haven't seen. It's been a minute. Deleted. I bet I could have gotten this if I could have been. Could have been. Taken four. Yep. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, hold the dark. Oh my god. Hold the dark. I was gonna Jeremy say in the dark. Green Room. Same director as that. It's oh. a Netflix original. And so, and I'd seen it on there, and, and like I said, I, I Netflix originals are usually the last thing I have time to watch because there's so many other movies that are on Netflix that I I'm trying to see. Um, but I saw the director, I'm like, oh, no way, I gotta watch this. And, uh, I don't know how I feel about it, so I, I, I need to watch it again soon, because 
like I think I like it, but I don't know what it is really. It's very ambiguous. Um, so I don't really even have a. It looks really good, but if you watch it, watch it in a completely black room. Like, watch it at night. Dark. It's like every scene is black. And you just barely see the silhouette of a of a face or something. So there's like two thirds of the movie is just black. So you need to watch it in a dark room to see everything. Um, but I did like it. Nice. Yep. Nice. I got two points. What are the standings, Justin? It's been a week or two. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Chloe's got ten points. Zach's got. A half a star. He's a got. Star, or a half he's a got. Point. He's got twelve points. A star, an X, and a top hat. <laughs> what the X? That was from the episode we, we had to delete Venom. That episode. Oh, there are some yeah. points carried over from the Venom episode. Um, um, yeah, those me, count. Yeah. yeah, because me and Hunter are actually tied now. Oh. Each of us have uh, 14. fourteen points, uh, but you have. A sad face and a smiley face. <laughs> they I cancel out. And then I have a star and a smirk face. <laughs> what the yeah. heck do these mean? <laughs> I know mine probably cancel out. I don't know what this, the frowny face is for. At various points, you gave people a thumbs up, a star, <laughs> and, <laughs> and a good job. What was that whole thing? Yeah, he's like, he's, he's like, well, you gave someone a point, a thumbs up, and a high five. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when did I get the top hat? That was this. You said you said. Can I get a hat? Is that what you said? What a half you, point, but, a, but oh, the top hat's fine. No, top you hat. said a half point, and I heard hat. I don't so I like all hat. these little like, point <laughs> one points that he's you know getting he's, based he's on the emojis. You will, you will lose your smiley face and sad face. If it means justice, then so be it. <laughs> uh, side point on the Jeremy Jeremy Saulnier murder party is on Netflix. Is it? Oh it my gosh! gosh. It is. Oh, man, I might have to watch it tonight. Well, it sounds like I know. We're ending the <laughs> so podcast. We're going to watch Murder Party. <laughs> How long is Murder Party? 79 uh, minutes. It's a commentary episode. One hour and 19 minutes. <sighs> so not even that long. It's not that long. That's 79 minutes. Did anyone it's else I guess that? Oh, how did you know that? I, I, saw, I got time I, for one oh, bad decision pot. tonight. I was like, oh my gosh. I said it was 79 minutes. And then she's like, oh, it's one hour and 19 minutes. And I'm like, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's like that that's so right. No, it's I 79. <laughs> I don't do quick math. I have time for one more bad decision tonight. <laughs> well, I think that concludes this episode of uh, our Halloween special. Ah, the it's a couple froze. weeks before. No, you're kidding. <laughs> oh Michael. my gosh. My gosh, this is a fun episode. Oh, scary. Spooky. <laughs> Um, yeah, thanks for listening, and I hope you guys tune in next week. Um, as far as I know, I know we talked about maybe doing a, a, another Halloween special, but actually comparing Halloween and Halloween. Yeah, it'd be fun. So, we'll see if that's a thing or not. And, uh, uh, yeah, it'd be, I, I, you know, actually, during this podcast, I was thinking at some point we should totally do just, like, horror sequels. Like, mm-hmm. Totally, because... Not enough talk about horror sequels yeah. and how ridiculous and bad they get. Yeah. Plus, Creep 2. We gotta do Creep 2. Yeah, Creep 2, man. I don't know when Creep 3 comes up, but... Next year. It's supposed to come prepared. on next year, yeah. We need to watch Creep at least four more times. Creep 2 at least twice. Four more times in the next week or so. Yeah, and reenact. Easily. Reenact. <laughs> <Creep> <laughs> <two>. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, well, 
thanks again for listening. <laughs> I guess it's the second time. Um, and remember, always, always beware of the cinema swamp. You survived another episode of The Cinema Swamp. What did you think of the gang's favorite horror movies? Do they talk a little too much about creep? What are your favorite horror films? Let us know on social media at Cinema Swamp on Instagram or Twitter. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always beware of The Cinema Swamp.